Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, May 15th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Polygon, Cardano, Ethereum, NFT, Gathering. Hosted by Vapor Monkey. Let's take a listen. Hey, good morning, guys. We're going to get started here in just another minute. I'm just uh, giving everybody a chance to to pop in the space. I've got to, I'm trying to wrap up one thing before we get going. What's going on? Jungle Mike, Jimbo, the clutter. We're popping in here. Wrecked gang. Welcome. Welcome. Good morning. Let me pull you up here. We'll get going. Good morning. Trains here. All right. What's going on? Good morning. People going. Jungle Mike. What's going on? Mike, are you coming up uh, or, or is um, Wolf or both of you guys? Yeah. You can request if you're oh, okay. Wrecking, you should uh, you should have a uh, co-host invite. Let me know if that doesn't pop up. Good morning, GM GM. What's up? Yeah, folks popping on Ape Nation. There you are. All right, GM GM. How you doing? Good, good, brother. How are you? I'm good. Getting it going. Who's uh, who's behind the mic? Uh, it's Berserker. 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 Awesome man. Glad you're here. Glad you're here. Ape. Uh, who's who's there? Is that Wolf or or Mike or Who's going on? It's the wolf. Um, J Rod will wolf. be joining us as well. J Rod's coming in as well. That's awesome. That is great. Uh, I know people are kind of rolling in. Uh, Mike, Cash, hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? I will pull you up. We got Kazu XP. You're here. Welcome. Pull you up. All right. Getting everybody pulled up as speakers. Give me one second. Morning. Can you hear me all right? Great. Yep, yep. Here you Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm checking. I'm trying some new headphones, so I don't know if these uh, how this mic works. But thanks for having us on, man. Looking forward to chatting. Yeah, who's uh, who's behind the, the the mic right now? Oh, this is uh, Joe. Who's... So good to go, Joe. I'm the strategy officer for Kazu. Awesome. I think Bermuda should well, be here soon, but I know it was his uh, birthday weekend, so give him a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Um. Zataco, do you want do you want me to bring up uh, the the project account or Gonzo or both? Whoever wants to come up, go ahead and you just request, and I'll I'll bring you up. Uh, I brought up Alpha. Mister Mint is behind it. Hey, Mister Mint, what's going on? Welcome. Welcome, guys. Thank you. <clears throat> Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad you're here. Okay, Mike, you should have a co-host invite. No. Gonzo, pulling you up. Got Moonboy Society. Bring you guys up as well. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. How's it going? Good morning. Going good. Woo. You're already making the rounds. Friggin' Monday morning. Been out here this morning since calm Donald, because, you know, got to get fired up, man. Been out of the game for a little while. Had to do a mini comeback. Not really, right? 
that's like vapor monkey out here you y'all if y'all don't know the vapor monkey you just don't know he's been around for a long time but um we have some exciting things for you this morning man uh vapors put together a hell of a guest list we're going to talk about things cross chain we're going to get you introduced to some projects maybe you haven't heard of from other chains um and just talk about what our world looks like going forward man and if we can get enough people in here we're going to do a really big giveaway not one of those little oh i'm going to give you a shit nft to better no we're going to give you a shot at some serious money let's call it a lottery ticket right but we want to get the space pumped up so let's get a retweet out there let's get people invited let's get some butts in the chairs and then we can start this conversation do this whole uh cross-chain discussion and then give away something really 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 cool i appreciate that um you guys will be pretty excited when when you hear what's given uh what we're going to give away uh potentially if, if if the space grows to where it needs to go to um you know if any projects want to you know you're always welcome uh you know to give stuff away if you want to pin a tweet right now any of the speakers please feel free um there is a lot going on <laughs> uh the guests that we have going uh today this is incredible uh you know all the folks that are here we've got representatives from uh cardano we've got people from polygon we've got people from ethereum almost had a solana guest they had to back out um but eventually next week uh they, they may be in as well um so we'll definitely be hitting this multi-chain space every week uh and and i'm pretty excited for kind of the things that uh, that we have lined up to talk about i really started um i'll give you guys a little bit of background on me and and my history and kind of why i um why i'm so passionate about multi-chain uh you know i jumped into crypto four and a half five years ago um i started out on ethereum and, and like a lot of you i kind of just started down this path of um youtube you know go down the rabbit hole uh, of youtube and i found myself spending eight nine ten hours a day uh <laughs> on youtube just absorbing everything i could and the cool thing about that was the i didn't know what i didn't know i wasn't a maxi in any particular space I had no idea what I was getting into. Nobody introduced me to it. And so I listened to every show that was out there, right? It didn't matter if it was a, an Ethereum show or a multi-chain show or a Solana show or a Cardano show uh, on, on YouTube. I was listening and absorbing and learning about every single environment and the, and the uniqueness between uh, kind of the different chains and the technologies and um, the network effect and, and all of the different things that are happening. And so I didn't start necessarily in the NFT space. I started um, just in the crypto space, which I know is the story of a lot of a lot of folks out here. Um, and then as I started to explore NFTs, uh, I just happened to be exploring Ethereum NFTs and I was getting a little bit deeper into Ethereum NFTs and, and a ton of DeFi. I was doing DeFi on on every chain I could do it on at the time. Uh, and I I was starting to roll down the path of NFTs and Space Buds came out. And I had been following a bunch of stuff on BitBoy um, that he had been doing on Charles uh, and some shows he had done. And got, I was really intrigued by what was happening. And I saw Space Buds minting. And, and I didn't mint, unfortunately, but I did buy uh, Space Buds right around the time Cardano Bits, CBits was minting. Um, and so I was I was in pretty early in, into Cardano. And so I would say at this point, I consider myself cardano native um that's really where i kind of uh you know laid my my hat down and and i really became part of the community this is where i started collecting i started um you know getting into all of the different communities i i ended up joining a project 
that had just gotten going, uh, CryptoPets. It was super exciting. Um, really great team there. Uh, and ultimately, that team actually evolved into uh, what we, you know, what you guys now know as, as Yepl. Um, and so, you know, we became a custom uh, blockchain development company. And uh, in that process, throughout that kind of whole time, what I had done was um, I had been exploring. So even though I, I really considered myself Cardano native, um, I, I minted the first multi-chain project on Cardano. It was a um, Ethereum and Cardano photography project. And photography was just starting to come out as NFTs in Cardano. And, and truth be told, look, it, it, it didn't do well <laughs> uh, at all. The, the space was filled only with maxis. Um, so Cardano people still only love Cardano. The, the conversation was not even open to multi-chain on Ethereum at the time. Um, and, and really it was right around the same time that, uh, Angel Baby Hits God was, was starting to come around and pioneer. And that's why Fettuccini and I were on that, uh, panel in Miami a couple of years ago. Um, but multi-chain has never, ever, ever left my blood. Um, I have been exploring a lot of Polygon for the last, uh, four or five months. I was, and this is where I'll say I was very fortunate to come in. Uh, I was able to get into Alpha around uh, 200 Matic, uh, which is awesome. I don't know if you guys, you know, especially if you're in the Cardano space, you're probably not familiar, but Alpha has blown up. Um, I'm not sure what the floor is at today. Mr. Mitt, you're welcome to jump in, but I think it's probably, it's over 600, I think, or it was. Um, so he's had a great run and that team is doing some amazing things. And that's why I wanted to get them on. Uh, I got into Brozo and MetaVixens and Rec Gang and the Normie uh, Normies, and uh, so I was excited to explore everything that was going on with Polygon. And so I started getting into some of their Twitter Spaces and seeing what they were doing. Um, and the one thing I can tell you is that if you if you're not familiar, if you haven't joined a if you're a Cardano person, you haven't joined a Polygon space, the amount of respect is incredible. They just sit and listen to each other, like you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's interrupting me. It's almost like a polygon space. Kind of weird um, and exciting. <laughs> so, All right, wrap that shit up. Thank you. And, and that comes full circle why we're here. I'm excited. We have a few people who cannot stay uh, for, you know, two, three, four hours, whatever we end up going today, an hour, whatever it is. But I know um, we are very fortunate to have cash on here right now. Uh, from Anvil. I know he's got a little short, he's got uh, only about an hour and I'm super grateful and gracious uh, for him to be able to pop by. Um, if you know Anvil, you know how busy they are and they're, you know, if you've run a project, um, imagine running a hundred projects all at one time and now you know what it's like to run a minting company. Um, so <laughs> for, for Cash to be here and give us an hour, that's, that's incredible and we appreciate that. Um, and then I think um, Denketsu as well. Um, Shaz, are you up here or is Denketsu on yet? I know they had a limited time today as well. So, yeah, Shaz, there, thanks for having me. Where, oh, there you are. Gosh, <laughs> I couldn't even see you there. Um, yeah, so I know, uh, you know, Denketsu is really pioneering that cross chain between, um, uh, between Cardano and Polygon. And I'm super excited to have them on. Uh, super grateful for what they're doing in kind of pioneering this, uh, the multi-chain effort as well. So um, excited to have you guys on. I'm going to start with you guys. Uh, Cash, if it's all right, I want to bring you up first. What's going on, brother? Sure thing, man. 
Uh, nothing much. Uh, just got up for the day. You know, same old, same old. Knocking out the uh, the beginning of the routine, getting ready for the week. Lots of good stuff every week. Lots of new stuff every week. Uh, you know, we're just we're working towards those uh, those goals before you know the better sentiment comes around. We want to really knock out our product line. You know, work on uh, work on some of the things that we've been planning for a long time, and uh, just trying to get them knocked out and ready to release. Brother, great experience with IDO passes, Mint Man. Way to go! Nice job. Got me some booster packs off of there. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, that's a great project. You know, we do their staking as well, right? So Anvil, man, we're we're trying to kind of branch out a little bit past just the minting, have a, have a couple other features to offer people, you know, staking. We're working towards our uh, CMS marketplace as well. So people will actually be able to make their own marketplace. And then we're working towards our marketplace as well, um, uh, centralized kind of general marketplace. Oh, snap. Rec Gang, do you have a question for Cash and Company? Yeah, I don't know if I should be lifting my hand up. It's just uh, polite as a Polygon native. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so so I guess I'll ask like a general question here because uh, we're from Polygon, Ethereum, and some other chains, but uh, I personally have never minted NFTs on Cardano. So um, I don't know if this question is maybe too wide, but wondering you know what what would be the value proposition of minting on cardano and why you guys are bullish on uh, cardano nfts because i'd love to learn more about the whole ecosystem yeah so i mean there's a few reasons right and my journey is very similar to vapor monkeys right i started out very unbiased myself i kind of ran through all the chains and just kind of picked cardano it's where i fit so one of the main things that Cardano has that the other chains don't have is something we like to call native assets. And uh, <laughs> they're going to kill me for bringing it up because it's our uh, it's our bread and butter, right? Like everybody always says, ah, you know, Cardano and their native assets. But essentially, you know, when you guys operate and mint NFTs, all you're doing is creating a reference in a smart contract, right? I'm assuming it's the same for uh, for Polygon as well as it is ETH. So when you make a, an asset on Cardano, you're actually creating a token. It's not necessarily a smart contract. So that's one of the main benefits of minting on Cardano, I think. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of leaning more towards this multi-chain perspective a little bit myself where, you know, in the future, I think everything's going to be able to work with everything, right? So if even if you mint on Cardano, you should still be able to use all your assets everywhere else, right? So kind of, there, that's the main advantage that I see. Um, other than that, you know, the fees are extremely low, right? So if you have a really hype mint, then, you know, you're either getting your NFT or you're not, you're not losing money in the process. There's no gas fees and the transaction fees are really reliable, right? They're, they're set in stone. So we know what it's going to cost. And if you don't get it, you don't get it, right? You don't get, you don't get negatively affected by that. Yeah, that makes sense. And from a community perspective, I think the Cardano community is, is really active, right? So I guess that's another cool thing about, you know, that ecosystem is y'all are always super <laughs> involved in the space. Yeah. Don't post a poll around us. That's all I got to say. Nice poll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cash, I am. So I, I first. I, literally getting a little tear coming down my eye when rec gang asked that question because i 
I was thinking, oh man, this is exactly how I would love this this whole space to go just in general, right? A really, ex everybody exploring what's awesome about the other chains and what sucks about the other chains, right? We know there's good and bad from both sides of every project, every chain, every everything. And so it's good to really have that open, honest uh, dialogue, you know, back and forth around that. I, I love it. So thank you for uh, bringing that tear to my eye. Appreciate it. I want to mention, you know, I, I said, you know, the Vapor Monkeys re-entering the space. And the, the truth is, it's not really a comeback. The guy's been around for a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, uh, I mean, you don't want to just call it a comeback. This dude's been here for years, right? Vapor's been a visionary. He's been ahead of the times a few times. You know, he started up this uh, this last one that was multi-chain. And you know what? It wasn't the pro it, the world just wasn't ready. But now the world is ready. The vapor has arrived, and he wants everybody, every chain, to get involved. So that that's my little musical interlude. Welcome back to the space. I hope we're having a good time. We're going to talk more multi-chain. We're going to need some people to do some retweeting for us. Get this room on fire because I have a giveaway that I have to do. But I want to get you know 60, 70, maybe eighty people in here because it's just worth it, man. Gotta get out there. Gotta get out. Anyway, sorry, vape. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, I see the dolphin came up to the stage and then he ran away quickly. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> that was a really, really nice. I was that was unexpected. I appreciate that musical interlude. <laughs> keep that coming. And anytime you can pump me up, I'm gonna take it. So if you're gonna keep pumping me up, I'm gonna stay here and I'm gonna take it. I, I'm gonna host every week for sure. Now if this is how this is gonna go. I'll go. Um, Cash, I wanted to ask you a few questions, actually. So uh, really quick, um, and then uh, and then I want to get around and, and talk to Shaz as well, because I know we have a lot of folks in here. I know you guys have a busy schedule, but what um, what projects have you guys minted most recently? Uh, what's actively minting? And then throw some alpha, man. What What's coming down the pipeline for Anvil projects that we should probably really, really, really be aware of? Oh man, that's that's fun. Okay, so recently we've minted uh, Jesus too. I don't know if you guys know about that collection, but it's a really sick artist that used to work for Cartoon Network. Um, he's still minting right now. We're using our referral links to push through the end of the sale, right? Because as you all know, it's a very difficult time to be minting a project, right? Uh, I feel like we're on the bend, right? We're turning the corner. Uh, we're we're kind of heading into that space where you know, it's starting to get potential back. So I, I do like that, right? Um, other than that, man, it, it has been very slow, right? And then, you know, Hot Mike told you we minted Ido Pass. So that, that one happened last week as well. Um, this week, we don't have much lined up. It's mostly meme coins. I'm not going to lie. Um, those are really popping right now. Everybody knows that, you know? So besides that, you know, we're just, like I said, we're using this time to really buckle down and build, which kind of is a good segue into the second part of your question, right? What's exciting? What's happening at Anvil? You know, blah, blah, blah. So we're actually, like I discussed earlier, we're making a central marketplace where we'll host all collections, you know, similar to JPEG store, Plutus, everything like that. Um, I, it's a tough market, right? But if you're going to do it, I think it's best to do it when you're fighting for the least amount of people. Um, you know, when there's 20,000, 30,000 people actively trading, you know, we'll have the same base ground to start on. So I'm not really worried about it in that regard. But, you know, in terms of features, we're trying to offer a little bit more than, uh, than we think is offered right now. We're trying to offer a trading system within the marketplace. 
you know, we're thinking about adding merch into the marketplace directly, project merch. And then on top of that, our fee structure is, uh, I, I mean, I would argue it's going to be one of the best in all of crypto. So I'm really excited, man. There's a lot of other good stuff we're working on as well. Some stuff with biometrics and wallets and, you know, we're, we're, we're tapped into everything, man. We're kind of all over the place. We really like to keep quiet and just put our head down and grind. You know, we're not very flashy with it. So I'm just excited, man. I'm super bullish on all, all, uh, all chains, really. I'm, it's an NFT community at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what chain you're on, right? We all are here for the same exact reason. So whether it's Polygon, Cardano, ETH, my DMs are always open, man. Awesome. Denketsu. Shaz, what's up, man? You got a question? Hey, hey. Um, I, just, I just quickly wanted to reply to Rec Gang about uh, his question earlier. Uh, with regards to, you know, perhaps the differences or the perks of Cardano Polygon. We're obviously on Cardano expanding with a bridge to Polygon. Been pretty active on on both uh, chains as of late. I think that one of the most interesting things along with, um, you know, what Cash kind of said about, you know, Cardano having native assets is if you look at communities, uh, I think the Polygon community is uh what what you kind of said as well vapor is really really nice and chill uh and the cardano community is super passionate about cardano uh and i think those are two very interesting dynamics uh so i did just want to add that but i think you know as we all see uh more and more projects and more and more uh platforms uh, available are going to be multi-chain. There's going to be interoperability. That's some stuff we're doing on that as well, but I'll come to that later. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to highlight a little bit on that front as well. Before, before you go really quick, I apologize for cutting you off, but I wanted to, I thought Shaz maybe had a question for what Cash had said, and I wanted to just finish up on that first real quick. Um, and that was a great point, Shaz. That was perfect. Um, Cash, I feel like you hid something in your statement. It was just kind of buried in the middle uh, that was really low key. And if you can't talk to it or you don't want to talk to it, that's fine. It's cool. Whatever. But you said something about a really, really unique fee structure. Is that something you can talk about or is that something that's still like better not talk about it till it's out? So uh it's probably better i don't talk about it till it's out um okay. you know it's a free market right anybody can change their prices at any time yeah. um we don't want people to change their prices to reflect what we're doing and right. you know we've we've thought about them thoroughly right but essentially it'll be more of a fixed fee structure than an actual percentage right so that if that tells you anything and then obviously you know there's going to be some utility to our first project that we had within our marketplace so you can you can kind of connect the dots. Ladies and gentlemen, please, I'd like to welcome you officially to the mind of the Vapor Monkey. He is a absolute savagely alpha sniffer. Most of you didn't hear Cash Berry that lead in the middle, but our Vapor Monkey did. And that's why I chose to come hang out with the dude at least once a week on Spaces, because he will sniff out that alpha for you. That's all I had. PSA over. <laughs> Thank you, but I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, Rec Gang, I'll send it back to you guys. 
Yeah, well, uh, I guess I wanted to uh, ask Cash a question as well and then to kind of uh, ask uh, Dankatsu a question. So um, let's go with Cash first just because uh, I think it has to go soon, so time is short. I I'm wondering, you mentioned you guys are a minting platform. I'm, all, I'm learning this, so you might have said this and, and I kind of missed it, but you talked about how multi-chain is the future, so... Are you guys going to be a multi-chain marketplace or a multi-chain minting launchpad? Uh, is that something that you guys envision? Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, we, uh, you know, our goal once we get the marketplace out and set up, our goal would be to onboard devs from other chains if we can't figure it out ourselves. Um, honestly, I think Cardano is the hardest programming language out of all of them. So. You know, for the devs to go back and learn Solidity and Rust, um, it really shouldn't be a problem. But either way, we're going to find specialists from each chain, Solana, Polygon, Ethereum. And our goal is to aggregate as many listings as possible, right? With that said, you know, also we want to be able to integrate cross-chain minting, right? So if you have, you know, Polygon, you know, you have Sol, you have ETH, you should be able to mint on Cardano with that. There's no reason why, right? We have so many exchanges and uh, APIs that we can use. There's no reason to not have cross-chain minting. It's just a matter of understanding it a little bit and then putting it into practice, right? So dealing with the delay times and exchanges and things like that uh, with minting. Um, but with the marketplace itself, it's really, it's already in practice at JPEG store. They're using Winter NFT. It's a uh, change now API call. It's the same exact one that we'll be using. Uh, it works amazing, right? usually about a 10 minute transaction to process and you can literally buy an NFT with whatever you want. So that's the goal, right? And, you know, obviously if you have the most listings, people are going to come to your page, right? So our goal is definitely to go cross chain. It's definitely to support everything that we can. Like that's definitely one of our top priorities. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? I got three bits of advice for you, Cash. It's all about UI, UI, UI. Now, I know on the back end, it friggin', there, there's so much to pay attention to. And, and my biggest beef, and we were talking about this in the space this morning, is that we have some of the craftiest, awesome devs here on Cardano. But I think sometimes when you're that good on the back end that you forget that the whole purpose of everything you're doing is to make a four dummies button on the front end, right? That's this UI is the UI is so important. And, I, and I'd argue that nobody really has it done greatly yet. Right. So I, I'm really looking forward to what you guys put out because, man, if I can use it, anybody can. And that's the goal, right? Is the uh, the goal is always, you know, when I think about NFTs and I think about digital collectibles, we'll call them for this. This is a perfect time to call them digital collectibles. I think about can my mom use this product, right? Can she get online? Can she go to our marketplace? Can she figure out how to set up a wallet from there? Can she figure out how to buy her first NFT? That's how easy it has to be. And if it's not that easy, then you need to go rethink it, right? And one thing to add on top of that, obviously, you know, one of our co-founders is actually a UI UX guy. So we have, you know, all three pieces of the puzzle, in my opinion. And we're going to give it a shot. We have, you know, a lot of people working on this outside of just Anvil. We have uh, about 14 employees in Canada right now that work on the marketplace full time. So we're really dialing in. We're trying to give everybody 
the exact UI, uh, UX experience that we think is the best. And, you know, we'll see what happens. So just a, a off the wall question for the whole group then, and especially you Cash, since we're talking about it, what do you think comes to market first in the most effectively? Is it a marketplace that accepts all of the major cryptos or is it a universal wallet? Like, which is there? I mean, there's there's different utility for each, but I'll I'll shut up now and let you answer that. Are you saying which one comes first? Which one makes more sense to come first? It sounds like everybody's developing the the marketplace. Not everybody, but people that are focusing more on the marketplace. But for me, I'm wondering, man. Sometimes it's hard to keep track of so many seed phrases and so many. But it'd be nice if I had a one wallet where I could hold my ETH, I could hold my uh, my ADA, I could hold my Polygon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's one really important thing you have to think of in this in this situation, right? Is that it's impossible to monetize a wallet, right? You would have to have some type of subscription fee or some type of built-in transaction fee added on top. And who's nobody's going to use that when there's free options, right? So we complain a lot about the UI UX of wallets. We complain about the functionality, but at the end of the day, it's almost impossible to monetize a wallet. So I think you see people going towards the marketplace more because of that. Um, at the same time, right? The the wallet itself needs to just be better, right? Nobody like <laughs> if I'm onboarding somebody and I don't have a piece of of paper and a pen, then I'm fucked, right? Like that doesn't make any sense. So we have to get around that first. I think they're two separate issues that both are extremely important. But you know, we've seen wallets like Phantom actually start to add other other currencies, right? So I think that you'll see a few of the main wallet providers really go out and try and tackle the cross-chain thing. Whereas I don't think you'll see many of the marketplaces do it because, you know, you got to think once the bull run is back, right? You know, there's going to, a lot of this cross-chain activity is going to die down in my opinion. I think that people are going to go back to their respective chains for the most part um, because there will be so many people participating in your chain, right? You won't even have time to look outside. You barely will, right? There's, there's not much like the, the bull run euphoria. So, you know, I think if a marketplace or a wallet were to figure it out, it would be before the next perspective bull run. I don't think that people really, they don't understand. You don't have time to make these types of things in the bull run, right? So, yeah, sorry. That's my two cents. <laughs> no, if I can add, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, let it rip, let it rip. Yeah, yeah. So I, I know of a few wallets and marketplaces that do this and, the way wallets make money is by being onboarded to a chain. So it's kind of tricky. You're right, Cash. Um, I'll just do a quick shill of XDeFi. They have like 14 chains. So it's all the EVMs. So Ethereum, Polygon, and Ordinals as well. And Cosmos, which is a Rust-based chain. Uh, and Solana. So they already have like... <laughs> and there's a few like this that are aiming to be like the multi-chain wallet. They have like... 14 15 networks they never have cardano though i think because the tech is so different it's it's a little tricky for them but or or i'm not aware of a wallet that is multi-chain plus cardano but i'm aware of some that do like a lot already and in terms of marketplaces i think we saw magic eden push for like soul polygon and eve as well as uh, OpenSea, who, who i think OpenSea has like six or seven chains now 
Um, so they are pushing for it at the same time. I agree with Hot Mike. Like handling, I have like 20, no, I have way more than 20. I have like 50 different seed phrases because I, I degen on every network and I have burners. So it, it's just, you know, it's just a mess. If you're not a degen, like, you know, that won't work. So you need something for, I don't want to call them normies, but but people that don't want to be micromanaging all this, all these wallets at the same time. Uh, totally right. That's a great question. I think both at the same time developing is great for the ecosystem. Awesome point. And I, I'm really glad it's you talking and asking the questions right now. I know Dan Ketsu's got limited time. But uh, Cardano, guys, I uh, appreciate you hanging around. We're definitely going to get to our Cardano projects, but, uh, you know, Vapor and I are like heavy, heavy, you know, this Cardano is our home. So I, I want to hear about some Polygon, man. And I think, is that where Rex coming from? Yeah, so uh, and actually we're a, we're a multi Go ahead. I'm sorry. And, and I think, I was going to say, I think you're multi-chain. I think Dan Ketsu is newly multi-chain as well. Is that right? Yeah, in the process, guys, of making it happen at the moment. All right. So you guys, why don't you just take over, man, and talk to us about what's happening on Polygon, why you chose to make that your home, or why you're deciding to cross over and, uh, and collaborate in that, in that ecosystem for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks a lot. And shout out to Cash. Uh, we're rolling in that cash money. You know, that's, that's what's up right there. Uh, all that Ada Anvil. Uh, stuff happening, you know, making it rain and shit. Love it. Um, so, yeah, look, uh, with with Danketsu, we were obviously called Ada Ninjas until November last year. And the reason that we, one of the key reasons that we rebranded, it was because we wanted to create interoperability within the Danketsu Hustle uh, platform that we're building out. Um, and you know, both myself and the other co-founder, Tommy, kind of ages ago, like a lot of people started off on Ethereum. Uh, I hold NFTs on, I think, seven different chains. Of course, you know, Danketsu is on Cardano. That's where we started off. That's where, you know, we've got all our mates, things like that. Um, but we had, you know, there were several reasons as to why, you know, we didn't go to Ethereum or Solana uh, with this expansion. And I think the beauty of Polygon at the moment is, one, you know, we've obviously, uh, we're collaborating with Polygon Labs and the kind of bullishness that we see around NFTs and, and the interest around NFTs uh, on Polygon, particularly from, you know, some of the, the leadership or the, the founding entities is a lot like the euphoria uh, that we saw on Cardano around or after Space Buds. And, uh, you know, I think the beauty on Cardano has always been that as a super decentralized blockchain, you rally together as a community and build out whatever it is. But that at times can have its limitations from a business perspective in that if you need, you know, if I need to go and 
find someone to help me build X, Y, and Z, I have to build those relationships myself. And we're quite fortunate because I, you know, I, I think my, my expertise is very much sort of networking, business development, that side of things. And I've always kind of run the show on my team in terms of doing that. And, and, you know, I know a lot of people on Cardano, however, uh, when it, when it comes into some of the deeper uh, things that we're looking to achieve. So let me give you an example. We built out over 1,000 pages worth in the form of comics, manga, books, um, light novels, music, animation, songs of IP. with our community coming in and voting and making those decisions and featuring those characters. So in the essence of Cardano, where, you know, your holders come in, make those calls, so on and so forth. Built a game out, uh, you know, had something like 9,000 wallets connect to that game in June last year. Now, taking that to the next level, started having conversations with Polygon Labs. Hey guys, we have more IP than most projects on any chain. Okay, well, we have connects with Adidas, Disney, um, Starbucks, and other Web2 companies. Let's get that conversation rolling uh, and build those connects because they're looking for an entry point into Web3, you already possess, you know, what they want. And we've had these conversations through our own outreach with Japanese animation studios, with American animation studios, and they go, well, most in most cases, when a business comes to us or somebody comes to us or approaches us, they have an idea. You guys have story. Not just story, you guys have all this whole universe. Uh, but yeah, an episode's going to cost you, a 20-minute episode's going to cost you $250,000. Uh, but if we have a middle person there who's willing to help us broker that deal, it shifts things. Secondly, um, it's just been fun engaging with the community. I think we've had like 11 people from Polygon come in and buy their first Cardano NFTs, which were Danketsus. Uh, you know, ages ago, I think almost nine months ago, we did a collaboration with a VeChain project. And we have more than like 25 people who hold VeChain NFTs and Danketsu. So that was a great sort of testing uh, ground for us. And now we're expanding that into Polygon. So that I hope that explains a little bit about why we're doing what we're doing, not necessarily what we're doing. I like that. And you kind of give us the introduction, especially since there's a lot of Cardano folks in here, of uh, some of the reasons you chose to expand out to that. And Rec, that's your home, right? That You started out with your Polygon project first. Do I have that correct? No, no. We're an we're a older Terra Luna project. Alpha is actually a native uh, Polygon project, oh, mostly gotcha. multi-chain. But I wanna, I wanna double down on what Dakutsu just said. The secret sauce to Polygon NFTs 
is this network effect. Um, it is so easy to connect with other Polygon projects, and it is so easy to connect with other Polygon builders through the Polygon Labs ecosystem. So basically, if you need anything built out, a website, staking, if you need help minting, uh, they, they're always connecting us with upcoming projects, you know, some really cool, innovative stuff that is being done. They DM us. So I'm not aware of any ecosystem that works so closely in partnership with their business development team, right? Like they reach out to us. They're like, how can we help you guys? So it makes things so easy. Like you don't even have to do the work. They do all the work for you. So we're very appreciative of that ecosystem. And I think that's one of the biggest value propositions of Polygon. Cash, would you like to cash? Would you like to speak to uh, Cardano's <laughs> backing of NFT projects? Sure. The end. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, guys. Like Sandeep comes on Spaces all the time. We have a Frank uh, that comes from time to time, right? It's it's just so so fun. I don't know this Charles Rock. Uh, cardano pfp from time to time does that happen no no it doesn't no yeah I, I might just i might just uh jump in here because i had a lot of uh you know uh strong opinions about the cardano foundation and emergo uh maybe a month ago from my personal account which kind of started a bit of conversation on this topic um i think very honestly the biggest difference here, right, is start of the year, Sandeep and Polygon go, we're going to push on the NFT front and we're going to make things happen. Boom, Utes announcement, right? We chuck three million bucks at Utes. Come on over. Uh, the same way that when Polygon had its huge DeFi run in like, uh, you know, early to mid 2021, they were bringing everyone on board. And because of that closely attached nature of what Polygon does, I think that it allows for that more um, catered approach. Now, that's not to say that what happens on Cardano isn't great as well. It just works differently from a fundamental or perhaps philosophical perspective in that no one directs what path to go down from the top or from, you know, the founding entities or leadership. It's rather the community comes together and makes that call. So when, uh, you know, Alessandro decided, hey, well, I'm going to make Space Buds or I'm going to test it out with Barry or Cardano Kids is going to drop back in the day when uh, Cardano was getting its, you know, first NFTs minted. Um, that didn't, that wasn't really a push from any direction. It sort of happened organically. And that's testament to, I guess, the organic nature of Cardano on Twitter, on, uh, you know, on polls and things like that, that the Cardano community is really well known for. Uh, on the flip side, though, I hit up, um, I think it was, I don't remember now, maybe a month and a half ago, two months ago, I hit up, uh, two months ago, I hit up Smokey uh, from Polygon Labs, right? I think if anyone is, uh, uh, you know, on Polygon, they know Smokey. 
within five minutes, uh, you know, I don't know. It was some ridiculous time for him, three in the morning in the U.S. Within five minutes, he DM'd me and linked me up with uh, Greg, who was, like, running the NFT side of things. And uh, next thing I know, oh, yeah, what's your Telegram? And I have a group with 10 or 12 people from Polygon uh, saying, okay, well, okay, you've, you've created a game. You know, we've got game devs. Let's link you up. Okay, you're looking for some of this outdoor, uh, non-Web3 uh, integration, collaboration with, you know, traditional businesses. All right, let's make that happen. Okay, you want to chat to IMX? We have a partnership with IMX. You want to do a Twitter space together? Let's take all that stuff off. So very different, and I don't think either is good or bad per se. It's just different ways in which they work. And from the perspective of a business, uh, which we are, I think it's fantastic because we've built out what Danketsu is uh, at its core from a very community driven focus. You know, like if you go listen to our songs on Spotify and you look at the people credited for them, community members are credited for writing these songs with us, like helping us craft the lyrics. That's not something you come across very often, but a lot of the community on Paul, on Cardano are very used to that. Oh, okay. Well, we need to drive decisions, you know, uh, or we need to work with you to help make these things happen. So let, let us jump on. Um, taking that, blending it in with, you know, this sort of big push that we're seeing on for NFTs on Polygon. Uh, I think I think you know we made this decision because we think it's essentially a a match made in heaven in terms of where we want to go with what we're looking to make and and create at uh, Danketsu. Oh, thanks for that, man. Good, Vic. No, yeah, I was just gonna say that's incredible, and I think that's um, something that I've seen uh, really uh, taking hold on the Polygon side, especially is. Uh, everybody attacking it from a business perspective and, and as a business, um, and I don't mean attacking negatively, right? I mean, in the, in the best possible way, right? Their approach to uh, the NFT space is like what Shaz was, was speaking to there. Um, that was incredible. Thank you for that insight. And I, I think that's um, definitely how I've been seeing things as well. I mean, you can take things in any direction or any way that you want to. Um, I love the organic nature of growth in the Cardano uh, ecosystem. Uh, I really appreciate what I see over in Polygon right now. I've been kind of exploring Solana. Um, Ethereum is such a tough nut to crack, too. I think um, it, it's kind of interesting. Uh, it, it certainly, it, because it's such a vast <laughs> open sea, well, you know, of course, pun intended, um, <laughs> uh, it is harder to break in there, right? And it's harder to find, you know, your tribe and your people. Um, and, and so that's something that's important to be able to, to do as well, um, you know, from an ecosystem perspective. Cash, you have, what's going on, man? Get your hand up. What's up? Yeah, man. Uh, I just wanted to add on the topic because I think it's a really interesting topic, right? Because I really, really like what I hear from, you know, the Polygon people. And I love hearing that they're so... The, the leadership of that chain is so interactive in the daily process, right? Like that to me is extremely important. I think that Cardano needs to do it. Cardano Foundation needs to do a better job of doing that, right? Getting involved even, even in ways that don't take money, right? Like what you just talked about has nothing to do with money, 
right? Like we, we talked about it was a big onboarding event where, you know, they paid Frank, whatever, but past that, it didn't cost them any money to set you guys up with the right people, get you set up for staking, all that, you know, that's, it's such a problem here. When, I have one question to ask and then I'll stop talking, but where do you send somebody right now coming to Cardano? If you have a project line on the line and they're like, hey, I want to get in touch with the, the best person to set me up with success in Cardano, where do you send them? That's a problem. Yeah, there's not a centralized right now. I, I think we send them over to our inf influencers and whatever minting service we trust, like Anvil, right? That That's really where we start at this point. And um, I, I think we could do much better with that. I, I know... I know we've tried, you know, I see, I see like Ada Dolphin down there, right? We spent oh, probably six, eight months a year together doing spaces, trying to build an onboarding service for Cardano to bring people in. Uh, there's other, a whole bunch of other folks here on Cardano that tried to do that. And I don't know if we made it overcomplicated or if uh, we were just missing the easy button there, but we tried our asses off and, and you're right. We, there's not a one-stop shop go here and you'll you know you'll be inundated with cardano knowledge so we, we we could do a lot better on this chain for that uh what we do do well though is if we like you brother my god you'll be in spaces and you'll be pimped everywhere <laughs> so that's the one good thing i, I see the hands and we're going to get to the hands in just a second i want to do a quick reset of course you're on here with the vapor monkey it is Polygon, Cardano, Ethereum, NFT, Rec Gangs, Taco Graph, and Alpha Denketsu. Oh my God, I can keep going. But we're all up here. This is uh, Vapor's uh, Vision multi, multi chain Mondays here, or something similar to that. We'll come up with a fancy name. Um, just to get talking about multi chain, I think it's time. I know we always have talked about it. You know, the, the pipe dream, especially for Card for Cardano, is to get uh, bigger chains uh, looking at our chain. Um, but in the spirit of that, we have a project that we'll talk to at the top of the next hour, uh, some Cardano projects uh, specifically by the name of Zataku Dragons. Lucky Louie from, or Louie from that project, one of the founders, was gracious enough to be in, all in on this conversation. And he said, guys, I want to give you a special thing to give away. So the last tweet up there in the room is for a Louie's Lucky Cards. Now, if you're involved with the Zataku Dragons or you're pretty deep into Cardano, you know what a big deal giving one of these cards away is. If you have not, let me un let me explain it to you, Lucy. The Taku Dragons are a badass project on Cardano. However, Louie is one of the badasses behind there with Crypto Gonzo. Louie, in an effort to get everybody involved in the Dragons, go check them out. They'll, again, they'll be pitching soon. Has put up, has put up a Board 8 Yacht Club board ape yeah so if you are the lucky recipient of the of the contest today and you get one of louis lucky cards you're in a drawing and i think it's a limited drawing of three thousand cards and uh when everything is sold out over there and all the cards are gone louis is going to draw the name and that winner is going to have a board api club nft i mean you do the math we're all cross-chain we understand what that means right so what i need you to do is look at that tweet Follow your host and co-host. Follow the guest projects. Give us a retweet and a like. And uh, toward the, let's see, it's 9 o'clock now, so closer to 11, uh, we will do the drawing. Because we, we hit over 80 people, which was kind of my soft goal for that. All right. Can, can I win this? 
No, no, you're the host. I'm the co-host. We cannot win. Nope. Uh, can you take me off co-host, please? I'll, I'll go back. <laughs> no, no, our guests wrecked. You can win. Gonzo, well, fucking Gonzo win. He's part of the project. No, Gonzo, Gonzo can't win. win. No, no, no Gonzo, Gonzo cannot win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry, that was kind of a long way to say. Please do uh, the retweet. Please get on top of that. Uh, and I'll run the Twitter picker later. Uh, Dino Dash, never heard from you. Don't know who you are, but you got a whole bunch of followers. So I want to know who you are, what's going on. Welcome to the stage with your hand up. What's going on, guys? Thanks for inviting me. My name is Gavin. So I'll tell you a little bit about us. And then I was going to touch on something that Cash said earlier. But um, so a little bit about us. We're, we're on Polygon. We have a PFP collection that will be minting May 18th. Um, we've been, gra- you know, gradually gathering a large following over our game. So our game is... It's essentially close to how Mario Kart's playstyle is. We took a lot of inspiration from that because we all played it and enjoyed it when we were younger. And we built our own version of it where, you know, it's fast turns, it's jumps, it's explosion, it's racing. That's what it is. It's a futuristic world where dinos are the main characters. And we're what we're doing is we're developing a game on Web 2 as well as Web 3. And we're allowing people to play both games for free. So earning your PFP does completely different utilities. It brings a, a lot of utility to the holders. It's not like typical games where you have to buy the NFT to play the game so you can begin playing and earning off the start without holding an nft so that's what's great about our project but while owning an nft we gave a little sample taste of what it's going to be like where we hosted a big tournament we had 15 communities involved we had a ton of people we brought in a thousand people in a day just from getting all these communities to post and give an example of what we had going on where he had our open demo we had three maps you know people came in they're excited the main goal was to work out some bugs which we were doing you know, we found a lot of good feedback and we've been building since then. So, you know, we brought a lot of people in on that. We hosted the tournament. We've given out $3,000 in prizes. One of the things that owning our PFP does is in the future, we'll have tournaments every month. It'll be a big prize tournaments. You know, NFTs will be given out. Cash will be given out. And essentially, um, you have to have an NFT to enter the tournament. And so we get that, you know, not everybody's a gamer. Not everybody wants to game. Not everybody has a computer that can handle gaming. And that's fine. So, we're trying to bring people into the gaming ecosystem gradually, right? So a lot of people who aren't typical gamers or don't play games stay out of it. And so what we're doing is by introducing our PFPs, we're bringing people into the ecosystem, growing the ecosystem without even having to have them play the games. So in that sense, you can rent out your NFTs, you can profit share them. So one of my best friends is amazing at gaming. What I would do, I would rent it out to him and I would profit share it 50-50 if that's what we agreed on. And if he wins the tournament and brings home hey, the cash, brother. Hey, it'll be a split. Dino, brother. Hey, man. Uh, I'm terribly interested in what you got going. I, th- I thought you had a question for the panel there. so No, I didn't uh, have a question for cash, but you said introduce yourself. So my bad on that. I got a little confused. I, I thought the introduce was like pitch. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You went from an introduction to a full pitch, which I freaking love. I like my the bad. I thought that's what you were prompting. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no worries, brother. No worries. No. Okay, well, I was a couple people. of our guests have limited time, so we're just trying to get through uh, like cash. and Okay, and understandable. Understand. Well, I was going to say what cash was saying. Um, for us, we didn't know what chain we were coming to initially. And um, Polygon, two representatives reached out to me on LinkedIn. We hadn't even mentioned a chain before, and they set up phone calls with us. So that's how responsive the Polygon team is. It's honestly amazing how, um, you know, they reached out to us. We'd never mentioned a chain. We just started advertising. We got on meetings with them, and they've been super supportive from the start. So that's just how much reach they have, how they're constantly looking for new projects, doing their own research on new projects. And that's what I was going to build off of on cash. But my bad on that. Got a little confused. But I appreciate you guys letting me up here. 
No, I love it. I, I definitely want to hear more, brother. I just we we just gotta under these guys' time, so we set up us all. Oof. That being said, we're five five minutes from the top of the hour. I got Cash. I got Dan Ketsu. Said they only had about an hour. The floor is yours, boys. Go ahead and knock out whatever you'd like to, whatever message we need to hear, whatever cross chain ideas you have. Let's let's have Adam for that last five minutes. That was a. Uh, I mean, I thought it was a fire intro. <laughs> um, so no, and it, it's obviously you know one thing that I think Cardano people don't really understand because they don't ever go outside of Cardano is that there is different ways to do things, right? And you just heard exactly what Cardano should be doing better, right? Reaching out to projects, being proactive. That's the biggest problem here is there's no proactivity going on, right? That that we see, right? And maybe there is behind the scenes, but you don't hear about it, right? And that's one of my biggest pieces of feedback that I gave to the Cardano Foundation was you know, when I've never had a project, we've serviced over 250 projects at this point, and we've never had a project come into our queue and say, hey, Cardano Foundation sent us, right? That's a problem, I think, right? And, you know, just to, just to wrap it up, you know, I'm, I'm really appreciative of you guys, Vapor, you know, Hot Mike, this is a great space. I think you guys are really going to accomplish a lot here in just bridging the gap because there is a huge gap in understanding of what each chain can offer and what each chain's foundations can offer. So I appreciate you guys shedding a light on that. I have to run for a board meeting, but this was awesome. I hope I can do it again soon. Thank you. Yeah, man, super grateful for you coming by. I appreciate it. Um, you got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, make sure you guys keep an eye on that marketplace for Anvil. Uh, a couple of those projects going. What was, uh, it was, uh, so IDO Pass is still going. You have, uh, <clears throat> was it Jesus, what's the other, Jesus one? <laughs> Yeah, Jesus too. They're trying to fund a uh, yeah. a movie right now. They're making a short animation movie. Oh, cool. Awesome. All right. So a couple things going on there, obviously, and then meme coin season uh <laughs> kind of mint out like crazy. <clears throat> cool. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh I'm going to shift over to Shaz Dank too. I know you guys have a bunch going on, then we're gonna come over to Alpha. Yeah, thanks, mate. It's just, just about to be, get to midnight here in Australia, and uh, we're doing our, our town hall at midnight, so that should be fun, right? <laughs> um, but that's what you do. That is the beauty of Web3. Um, yeah, look, uh, thanks for obviously having me on, and it's been a very insightful discussion. I think what we've, you know, uh, what we can take out of this is that uh, without a doubt, interoperability uh, between chains is a key driving force and I think it's going to have a big role to play but on top of that um, one thing I definitely think the Cardano community needs more exposure to is uh, communities from other chains and uh, we see a lot of that we see a lot of that with Polygon, Solana, Ethereum uh, a lot of them hanging out, uh, doing spaces together, that kind of thing. And and I think that, you know, we're going to see more and more of Cardano kind of bridging as well uh, on that front and exploring uh, what else is going on and just communicating with people from other chains. And I think it's going to be it's going to be great um, on the Danketsu front, because I have just over a minute to shill and tell y'all what is happening uh, <laughs> before I run. But essentially, look, you know, I, I've pinned a tweet uh, that we shared about a month, a month ago from now. Wow. Yeah, it's been a month uh, with, with, you know, the guys over at Polygon Labs. And 
we're doing three really, really fun things. Uh, we're going to be having a um, bridge of our season two collection. So they're going to be moving over to Polygon. Uh, we have a lore driven event where, you know, we're going to have another significant burn on Cardano. Uh, all of our NFTs take out a whole bunch of NFTs from the collection and uh, have a partial drop on Polygon. And then the people that burn their NFTs on Cardano will get those uh, free of cost, the new ones on Polygon. But then the most important thing is our uh, missions platform and the overarching Danketsu Hustle platform. At the moment, uh, you know, Ninja's token is out. We spent nine months, $25,000 on legal fees to make sure we got the token right, to make sure we were in a situation where, uh, you know, we didn't just drop a meme coin and someone would come to sue us a year later. Uh, there are meme coins, by the way, that play by the books as well, which I think is, is, is a smart thing to do because, you know, uh, when you get that money, unless, you know, if you're in the West, at least where I am, it's going to come back to haunt you at some point. Uh, but the Ninjas token is out uh, and, you know, you can use and you can earn Ninjas in multiple ways. We have farming, which is NFT staking. It's our own in-house platform. Very straightforward. Nothing special. You do it on Polygon. You do it on Cardano, on Ethereum, on Solana. Um yeah, but we, we built it in-house. Our back-end developer is actually the co-founder of Fluid Token, which is a lending platform on Cardano. So shout out to Raul, uh, awesome guy to have on our team. Uh, you can earn Ninja's token by delegating to the Ninja stake pool. So on Cardano, we have uh, stake pools that mint blocks uh, where you can delegate your ADA non-custodially so it stays in your wallet and you get a return when you mint a block. So you get ADA rewards when we mint a block, but you also get Ninja's token and you get a bunch of other tokens from partners and stuff like that. So there's another way. Uh, we just went live with fungible token staking on the Wi-Fi platform. So you can go either lock up your Ninja's token uh, 180 days, get a 25% APR, uh, or, you know, you can do a non-locking and get an 8% APR. So that is live as well. Um, so there are multiple ways in which you can earn ninjas, but in the next two weeks, Danketsu Mission comes out, and I will just leave it at that, but that is where the interoperability between both chains is also going to be built. Uh, Danketsu Missions is gamified staking in its simplest form, but sticking true to our roots and uh, in terms of lore and story. Uh, you go in, you send your Danketsu Ninja on a mission, uh, you know, one of four outcomes. The best outcome is an exemplary outcome where you get the highest amount of ninjas reward, which you can spend on multiple different things. We have an art upgrade happening with one of the top artists on Cardano who's come on to our team, Victor War. Uh, but you can also use it for uh, growing up your character or leveling up within the game, within Danketsu missions. And we're already bringing this to Polygon. Uh, so you will be able to get the full experience by linking up, you know, your Phantom or MetaMask wallet and your Cardano wallet 
doing both of those things when you take your Polygon Danketsu collection and Cardano Danketsu collection. That's when you get the full experience. But uh, the biggest part of this is that missions uh, for partners is also going live within a month on Cardano. And we have 14 different projects on Cardano where you know they have tokens, don't know what to do with them. Well, you can work with your community, build out the story, uh, send your NFT on a mission, get your native token in return, spend it in the shop to buy off-chain items, on-chain items, brag items for your leaderboard. And the same thing is coming to Polygon, uh, where we've already started working on this on the back end because we've got, uh, you know, on the Cardano side, the API is ready, but we're also doing the smart contract stuff. So that's a quick rundown in five minutes. I went over what I promised, but yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, listen, man, uh, you're late for your town hall. I love what you're saying. I want to hear a lot more, get a lot of Polygon questions. So let's just make sure we, we set up a time in the future here where we come in and we just have a proper interview because uh, the multi-chain part is really important to us. That's what we want to talk about. And you're obviously in there doing it. Until then, please go enjoy your community. And thank you so much for giving us some time today. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Shout, shout out to to Vapor for reaching out as well and, and making this happen. Excited to see how uh, the space progresses. And I think it's about time that uh, there are there are a couple of people who are sort of Cardano native pushing to bring, uh, you know, communities from different uh, chains together. I usually have to go on like sappy nights or then we've got like the Polygon perspective, stuff like that, where you see a lot of different chains uh, and people coming on from different chains. So great stuff, guys. Keep doing what you're doing, uh, and thank you for having me on. Good luck with the the rest of the space. It's gonna it's gonna be a banger. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, appreciate having uh, having you come up, man. And thanks for going over. Very much appreciate that, Mike. What's going on? What's up next? Woo! We got so much. We got. Uh, I'm not supposed to call them Alpha, but I can't. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just gonna do it. Uh, the Alpha Group, uh, Rec Gang. Uh, we got. And then we have uh, Zataku Dragons in here uh, from Cardano. So uh, I can't believe how fast it's going. Uh, <laughs> this time is just blowing away. Uh, don't forget to get the retweet out. Uh, we have a ton of people in the room, but we only have 23 retweets. Um, I guess nobody wants a, a, a chance at a free uh, Board API Club. Um, maybe Twitter's number, or maybe Cardano's number one influencer will give that a retweet. I don't know who that might be. Paying pound any elbows to any apes for the two other names. Will, will Charles retweet this space? Because that'd be really cool. Yeah, he does. Oh, no. If He's Charles doesn't do it. Yeah, Charles is super into NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, Alpha, I think, has to go soon. So I, I don't mind if they, they go next, actually. Okay, cool. Hey, Alpha. What's up, guys? How are you doing? Good, brother. So glad you're here, man. I, you know, I was on a space with you uh, or listening to you uh, a week ago, and it, you have so much incredible stuff going on with your project. Um, I really hope uh, we can. I feel like you have a rundown very similar to uh, what Shaz just had with with Danketsu. Um, so, if you can tell us a little bit about the project and, and get people a little bit of alpha, it'd be appreciated, man. Glad you're here. Yeah, um, <clears throat> just to go back, yeah, it is alpha, and we 
obviously strategically chose the term alpha because it's the most overly used adjective in all of NFTs and Web3. And obviously, you know, I have a cybersecurity intel background with, you know, with the government, the U.S. government for over 15 years. And, you know, we can generally work 12 hour shifts and I was we always call ourselves night night owls. So obviously being, you know, of an uh, intel background and obviously looking at the NFT space and DeFi, I've been in the space since 2014, minted my first NFTs back in 2016, 2017 uh, with the token called TRX and fell in love with the whole idea of non-fungible tokens. And, you know, fast forward, kind of give you guys a real quick elevator pitch on what we are and what we do. Um, I Native, and I use that term tentatively, native to Ethereum, you know, cut my teeth in the space there, was a part of pretty much every project that launched from the beginning of the bull run, actually uh, late 2020, going into 2021. And, uh, you know, saw a lot of different things that were kind of leading into where we're at right now. And, uh, saw the soul summer and all the things that kind of associated with the downturn and some of the, the crashes that happened in, in the ecosystems in regards to NFTs and DeFi. But, you know, coming into 2022, we had decided that we wanted to look at a different chain to, to, to bring alpha, you know, to reality, essentially. And, you know, we were looking at different chains, we look at soul avalanche, Cordana, and different platforms. And we were just like, man, I'm on Twitter, and I'm looking at, you know, the BD development team from Polygon in the actual, and this kind of leads to the point that people were talking about earlier, because I look at these indicators to kind of justify decision-making coming from a web two background, being an entrepreneur. And I just see these kind of like these tendencies by different chains to under the lack of understanding of a symbiotic relationship. And, and what, what we just, what we learned was that Polygon understood that symbiotic relationship and why they were so avid to be able to integrate with, with, creators and builders on the chain is why we chose Polygon to build. And we've only been in Polygon ecosystem for 60, less than 60 days, uh, almost a million in total. And and on Polygon, that's pretty hard to do considering the lack of liquidity that's associated with the chain being in it's the L2. But, you know, Alpha essentially is, is a answer to a problem that was already existing on Polygon. And that was that there were no tools. And it, you could go to any other native chain right, Cordana, Solana, Ethereum, and you'll find analytical tools, rarity tools that are available to the general population. And those things just don't exist uh, on Polygon. And one of the things that we did with our team and, and a development team and our devs was look at how can we fill a need, right? And I think from, if you just take it from an entrepreneurial perspective or a Web2 uh, methodology, when you look and you fill needs is when you become viable, you become a necessity. And I think for people to be successful in an ecosystem, they need to have tools, they need to have insight analytics, and they just didn't have those things. So Alpha essentially is that call or that action or value proposition, which was that there was a lack of tools and, and rarity uh, assimilation available on that platform. So we decided to build there. And to kind of give you guys the overall idea of what Alpha is, it's essentially an alpha group, which you could associate with like some of the biggest names uh, like uh, let's say Cybercoms, right? One of the biggest alpha, one of the biggest alpha groups on Ethereum, and you know one of my favorite projects. Just being nostalgic for 2021, if I can call it that, being nostalgic. Um, but you know we wanted to do similar things in that nature. We wanted to create a a, a cohesive ecosystem, a gated community, a centralized around Intel, like Intel Alpha 
and also provide an analytical tool and a rarity tool of that was non-existent to to the actual plat to, uh, to the actual uh, blockchain and provide that to the overall Polygon ecosystem. So we've officially partnered with Polygon Labs to develop, you know, not necessarily, not necessarily they're developing our tool, but the integration with their DAP is going to allow fluidity between and non-friction through non-native users to have access to our tool ecosystem and marketplace, right? And then also looking at other things to provide value to the Polygon ecosystem by giving them a tool that they can use on a consistent basis that has insight and analytics associated with multiple marketplaces, whether it's OpenSea or Magic Eden, which are like the two primary marketplaces, but providing that perspective that was lacking. Um, and that's what really what, what we are at the, at the forefront of what we've been building. Not to mention that we have all the things, the aesthetics and all the associated things that you would assume to have with, a, with an alpha community. We have staking. We, we, we've obviously just done some airdrops for our community, but we have a very more, a very robust vision our our overall project is powered by Manifest Labs, which is our registered entity in the United States. And our focal point is to be essentially the Yuga Labs, uh, to give you drawing a comparison, the Yuga Labs of Polygon. And that's through innovation, experience, and obviously collaboration. And one of the things that we realized and why Polygon to me, and this is a, could be biased because we're building there, but remind you, I come from native Ethereum is that there's a lack of tribalism associated with, with, with communities on Polygon because they understand the, the need to build together is more important than trying to create like these singular entities associated with the chain because that's what exists on other ones. Like Ethereum is a tribalism, like it's all about tribalism. Like in the two years that I existed in that chain, I never saw Azuki and Bored Ape and Doodles on the same space that just never existed. And then only now do we see cross-chain collaboration in spaces because, just to be honest, there's a desperation for activity and a need for people to continue to have excitement. So people are doing things that would not necessarily or be characteristic of those things. So you'll see Soul, like Polygon Perspective, having Soul projects on Polygon uh, spaces, right? And those things are why... Polygon is so much is so different than these other chains in a, in a sense because the focal point is about experience and collaboration and cohabitation on a chain that has a robust upside. And I think what we've decided to do here in Polygon from Alpha is to provide these robust experiences and provide these tools to an ecosystem that is starving for those type of things, but then has the characteristics that provide the opportunity for people to be, to, to have that interaction, right? To, to build amongst themselves. And, you know, we've spent la the latter part of almost 45 days focusing on building that continuity with the teams associated with Magic Eden and their initiative to get, you know, to get Polygon to the next level, uh, working directly hand in hand with uh, Polygon Labs itself, with Sandeep, with Greg, all the business development teams to kind of put ourselves in a position to be the fort runner, um, the the normal consensus. I don't know if somebody's unmuting their mic. Um, uh, the normal consensus on Polygon is that you know you know Utes migrating over from Seoul is primarily one of the largest project migrations in the history of any block cross chain migration, and they're essentially considered the largest uh, entity on Polygon. But a lot of people in our ecosystem consider us obviously one of the top project that's native to Polygon. But it's mostly because our objective is not to just be the greatest project on Polygon. It's to, to create an, 
a conduit and a pipeline for people to find it interesting. Like we have people from Jelly Cubes. I'm sure there's a lot of Cordano people here, right? We've got a lot of the Jelly Cube community in our ecosystem, the founder of Jelly Cubes. A lot of their community has found and attracted to what we're trying to build. The idea of having cross-chain collaboration is very important right now because at the end of the day, I much have rather have a wider net and catch a much larger audience than just being singular to one particular chain and then try to build just on that chain versus being able to have eyes across chain, which we've been able to do, right? We've got people from Soul, Ethereum, Cardano, Avalanche, Aptos. Like these are people, these are communities inside of our ecosystem. And we focus on making sure we can curate and cultivate those with our, our experiences and rewarding holders in regards to that. Because one of the, one of our action items and one of our mantras at, at Manifest Labs is one of the biggest issues that po- that any and it doesn't matter what ecosystem is that projects face is how do you provide value, sustain value outside of an actual community member or an entity having to sell their actual NFT? And the answer to that is a consistent reward and conviction associated with whatever they whatever they've minted or whatever they own at that particular point. And that's one of the things that we've been doing with having these kind of robust experiences. So uh, Alpha itself is a 3,333 unit NFT collection. It was a 19 Matic Mint. I think at our high, we were around 600 Matic, which is very unprecedented in this market. We're probably one of the few projects in the entire ecosystem that has been unfazed by any of the economic downturn or the sentiment associated with NFTs and, and DeFi currently. But, you know, the thing is, is because, the thing behind that is because of the support that we have, we can we can have that type of conversation with our community because I've never seen that type of support from any other chain, no matter where they are, no matter how big they are. There's not a symbiotic relationship associated with that. And there's not the limited mentality associated with the chain itself. And in regards to what, you know, NFTs are an easy way to onboard people into the DeFi space. And I think from our perspective, that's what our objective is. I think that's what Polygon's objective is because, you know, I've had conversations with Sandeep, which is insane to have a conversation with the chain owner itself, like the, co- the co-founder of Polygon, to be able to say that we've had, we've shared spaces with them, we've talked about it, we dialogued about NFTs and the importance of what it does and how easy it is to onboard people. Look at Reddit, over 6 million wallets for people that are non-native to DeFi or let alone even NFTs and you allow them to to on-ramp through fiat with with a credit card or the Trump NFT with you know thousands of people onboarding with credit card as well like these are solutions and these are problems that exist currently in our ecosystems and I think Polygon has realized these type of things and it understands that NFTs are really the bridge point to bring people into DeFi because it's a, a soft medium for people to to consume and one of our objectives that align with their particular objective is to find ways to create experiences that people can associate with. And it makes it a lot easier, and more palatable for people to come over. So, you know, simple objectives, provide utility, immersive experiences, continuously reward holders. Right. And then obviously one of the top functions is obviously providing those utilities that you would see in some of the top projects, staking, airdrops, secondary collections. And we're and and one of the things and, and I'll kind of shut up and let you guys go into uh, the next phase of this. Um, one of our biggest initiatives and action items was to make sure that we could be in other cross chain platforms. And it was one of the reasons why we decided to to do and inscribe on uh, on BTC an ordinals collection 
pre uh, like in the in the million marker because we wanted to obviously be a part of history, provide an experience for for our for our holders that was not necessarily available to everyone, and then two provide brand and uh, IP recognition in an entirely different ecosystem because I think as the future goes on, it will be important for brands to be represented in cross chains to be able to create awareness and reputation associated with those different entities uh, as we move forward. Because I think in the past, you know, there, the idea that on Ethereum, and this is, I'm just speaking for an Ethereum, to have multiple projects was like a sin. To, to talk about another chain was a sin. And I think those things have essentially been eradicated because of the need and the necessary mentality to kind of adjust and adapt to where we're at in the current uh, ecosystem. And I think Polygon understands that. And I think, you know, coming from Ethereum, spending all that time there and coming to Polygon, it's, it's a very refreshing feeling to know that I can sit in a space with all you guys from Cardano, from Solana, and there's no ego. There's no one trying to step on anybody's toes. I'm not here to downplay any particular uh, ecosystem, but I'm just uh, I'm elaborating on the actual facts. And I've seen more cross chain collaboration on Polygon than I've ever seen in almost the, the four years that I've been a part of NFTs. On a, on a consistent basis from a business perspective, and let alone from the entire time I've been a part of any of the bull runs associated with Ethereum and Soul, I've never seen this type of collaboration and spaces, unless it was an event or an NFT kind of a panel, you just never saw it. You know, I just, and I'll close with this, just the other day I saw a spaces with Azuki, um, Beans, I want to say it was Pudgy Penguins, and then there was a couple uh, a Polygon project. I just you just don't ever see those type of things, and it's one of the reasons why I'm extremely excited about what Polygon is doing. Excited about what our lab is building on Polygon, and I'm excited about the cross the cross chain collaborations that we're building and and building these type of relationships are what's important to help us grow. And and Matt, and and Alpha essentially is that bridge that bridge. We want to be a a spokesman a medium for people to understand the viableness of what Polygon offers, but also be a, a, a steward to people to understand that we have no ego. The idea is that all chains are powerful. We want more onboarding and the overall objective of everybody in Web3 and in NFTs is to onboard more normies into the ecosystem. And this is the way to do it. And I think if they see more collaboration similar to this and we find, and we, instead of fighting amongst each other, chasing the same dollars and, and kind of like rotating the same bags and we find solutions to these things, which is why we're so adamant about doing stuff like this. And, and I appreciate, you know, um, Berserker to bringing me on this space to be able to kind of talk to you about, about it. Cause you know, I think you guys know this, we listen to project shield every single day. We listen to all these types of things that are happening, but I think the, the issue is that people forget that we represent the overall appearance of what NFTs are. And if we focus on collectively working together to kind of build a better image for NFTs, I think we'll onboard people much faster and we focus on finding solutions. And I think that's one of the reasons why uh, Polygon had the biggest value proposition for me, because we could have built on Soul, we could have built on Cardano, we could have built on any of these of these chains. But the reality is only Polygon showed me that the BD, the, the business development team, all the develop the devs, the leadership from top down were in the trenches, literally interacting with with communities, in, inviting builders and creators into the ecosystem, and then obviously telling people that we care about the cross chain understanding and the mechanics associated with and the visibility that it provides, and that was the reason why we did it, and we wanted to be the essentially the number one alpha community doing so by providing the entire Polygon ecosystem, these cross-chain utilities, which are associated with analytical tools and rarity. And that's kind of the fundamental 
focus for us. We have three collections and then I'll kind of shut up. We've got Alpha, which is our Genesis collection, which essentially allows our users to have ungated access to obviously all of our all of our tools, our analytical tool, our rarity tool, and sniping tools. We've got a couple tools in the pipeline that we're currently building. Uh, we've got an on-chain uh, tr- uh, trade, kind of uh, on-chain verifiable tra- uh, trade mechanism that we're working on as well. We've got a secondary collection called Galactic Eagle, which we airdrop one to one to all holders, which is another 3,333 uh, collection, which is essentially trading at around 100 Matic. And then uh, here this month, some point, we have one of Polygon's first on-chain theory-based games, similar derivative to Wolf Games, or if you're familiar with Soul, uh, with Soul or Solana, a uh, game that just came out on Magic Eden called Heist, similar to that. Uh, providing our community robust experiences and opportunities is our focus. I'll post a quick little mini video here because um, I am kind of short on time, but I wanted to kind of go over as much, but also share my sentiment and and kind of chime in on some of the things that I heard and in the, in the conversation because I thought those were great points. And I think those things need to be adge- addressed. Uh, and once again, it doesn't come from a biased perspective. I've lived on all of those chains outside of Cardano, which I'm not too familiar with, but I talked to a lot of some of the bigger people in that ecosystem consistently. And they share the same sentiment that was shared today on the stage. Above is uh, Ring Runners. It's a pixel formatted uh, game trailer for our play to earn, um, which is made up three factions. This is minting this month. Uh, it's the 8,888. One of the cool things about our community is allow less airdrops. So about 3,333 units of that supply will be airdrop free to all of our alpha holders. Uh, and then the last 5,555 will be whitelisted giveaways are through competition for the overall Polygon ecosystem. And we do have some cross cross collaboratives. We've got D-Gods, OK Bears, uh, Mutant Ape Yacht Club. These are some of the communities that are involved in this particular launch on Polygon. Um, it's probably the most hyped launch this month. Um, and there's three factions, Wolf, Droid, and Snakes. Uh, like I said, it's a theory-based staking mechanism, You know, essentially risk-averse. So you, you kind of stake your NFTs and then when you hold them for accumulated time for the in the in uh, uh, game token that you earn, which you can obviously off ramp for liquidity, um, you know, you'll have a, you'll have these yes or no type of questions when you unstake the typical to Wolf Games for the people that are uh, familiar with that kind of game gaming theory on chain. And one of the reasons why we decided to bring this experience to Polygon uh, is because the lack of gas fees and the, the fluidity of the market and consistency that it provides it made it a very good ecosystem and environment to be able to deploy something as robust as robust as this. And we're excited to get this out and, and do some really cool things uh, uh, as a lab and as a brand and IP on Polygon and just excited to continue to spread the gospel about cross-chain and why that's important and cross and eliminating tribalism and focusing on cross collaboration because I think that provides a more viable instance for what we are and what we can do as a whole. Instead of looking at ourselves as chains, let's look at ourselves as a Web three entity entity and centralize that and focus on innovation and onboarding. And I think we'll we'll get much farther versus separating and segregating ourselves. So glad to be here. Hope that kind of went over a bunch of stuff. Kind of kind of packing that in there because. I've got another call here in about 30 minutes, but glad to ask, you know, answer any questions. Um, I wanted everybody else to kind of talk about what they had going on, but uh, any questions I, I have at, at least 10 minutes to do so. If not, pleasure to be here and an honor to be able to talk to you guys. 
really appreciate appreciate you jumping on and doing that. And I, and I'll tell you, this is our first shot at this this week. Uh, and this is how this went. Hey, vape, you want? Hey, Mike, you want to do it? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So this is what I'm going to do, Mike. I'm going to go out and and invite a bunch of people, and maybe half of them will show up, and then we'll um, we'll have a show. We'll have we'll have some content. Um, all you motherfuckers showed up, <laughs> so uh, we normally won't try to pack this many projects into one doggone space, but I'm really glad that everybody's here. Uh, this is going to run a little bit long. We're definitely still running the contest, so go back in the tweets, and um, we're, we're over 100 now, so I definitely will give away Louie's lucky card. It's the, uh, the second tweet on the, the Jumbotron there. Uh, give us a follow, follow the projects, and retweet the room, and we will get you, retweet that tweet rather, and we will give away one of Louis Lucky Louis cards or Louis Lucky cards rather, which is a shot at an uh, a board yacht club NFT. Um, we have uh, on the docket, guys. So just so you know, uh, we still have the Rec Gang to get to. We have Kazu here. We have Bermudas. We want to talk to Ape Nation is doing cross chain stuff. Um, so we have uh, still a lot to get to and not to the last, but not least is going to be our Sataku dragons. They're also on the list there. They're giving away one of lucky Louis cards. So there, there's lots of stuff going on this morning. Uh, shout out to the folk, the legends in the room that came by to say, show us some support. Thank you. L what's up Congo diet water, J rods, right? Um, oh my God, the list goes on. A lot of folks in here appreciate your support. We're going to do our best to get through these next few guests, and uh, we would really appreciate their retweeting. Looks like we're up to 34 retweets, 100 people in the room, so let's get that up to 40. If we get that up to 40 uh, before uh, the top of the hour, we'll do the giveaway. Um, that's all I got. Vapor, who we want to go to next here? We got... <laughs> Man, there's so much. I know we're going to go to Kazu and, and Bermuda here in a second, but selfishly as, a, as an alpha holder, I do want to ask a couple questions because I haven't had as much time to get into the uh, Discord as I'd like to. How do I stake my, al- how do I stake my alpha? Yeah, um, that's, one, that's actually a good question. Our staking uh, hasn't officially went live. We expect to have it here within the next two weeks available to all holders. Um, and then it'll be very intuitive, uh, very unique UI uh, explorer experience. And we'll have all that. We'll drop all that on Twitter, obviously, for so that we can see it. If you're not into Discord consistently, and I'll connect with you when it's live. But uh, be pretty simple, man. Similar to like what the youths do, you'll you'll go into the UI, you'll be able to to stake. And one of the things is it's non-custodial, so obviously you'll have control over your NFT, and um, the actual tokens that you earn from Alpha will be custodial to the NFT. So if you sell it, those tokens go on if you don't claim or use them or burn them uh, in regards to that. Okay, awesome. I was just making sure I didn't miss something because you said you said we have staking and I was like, man, I didn't miss that announcement. So I just wanted to make sure I was, I was still tracking properly. Cool. Awesome. Um, Obviously, Cardano community is very, very familiar with non-custodial staking. Uh, you know, that's what the majority of projects do. Um, we have great minting providers, uh, you know, like Anvil and Yepl that uh, offer those type of services to a lot of projects. Um, so that that's certainly something everybody will, you know, if you make the, the leap and jump over to Polygon and try to stake some, some alpha, um, it shouldn't be... Uh, too challenging to you to figure out uh let's get kazu and bermuda coming on uh what's going on guys welcome not too much but uh that conversation actually kind of leads in very nicely to what we're here to talk about so thanks again for having us on um and to what alpha was saying yeah like you know a 
a big thing about what we're trying to do at Kazu, especially with the uh, Web3 games, is to bring the broader industry together um, through some friendly, you know, casual competition. So the Web3 games will take place uh, from October 12th through the 15th in Bermuda later this year. And it will feature two, you know, the teams will be made up of eight and they'll be broken into kind of two sub teams of golfers and challengers. So uh, for the golfers, they'll be doing like a par three challenge at Turtle Hill, which is the home of the par three world championships. And then they'll be doing a scramble uh, at Port Royal, which uh, is the home of the PG, PGA uh, Bermuda championship. Um, and it's a beautiful course. Hole 16 is, is kind of legendary. Uh, right on the right on the Atlantic Ocean, uh, a lot of lost balls there. But if you get it over, it feels pretty pretty solid. Um, so yeah, so essentially, like what we're trying to do with Kazu is we're a recreational networking kind of experience company focused on the tech and like lifestyle space. And uh, the reason our launch event is the Web three games is we all met in Web three, so we figured it was an appropriate thing to do. Uh, and again, leaning into like the the collaborative nature of the space. Like I think Alpha made a lot of good points. You know, like I know it's kind of a, a cliche at this point that we're we're still early, um, but we are very early. And I think the only way for this industry to really grow is through collaboration. So, you know, um, from just doing, I've been doing events for 20 plus years. Did a couple satellite events at South by Southwest last year uh, and NFT NYC. And like, you know, South by Southwest, I think, is like a great conference. Um, it's kind of built on satellite events. But generally, a lot of these industry conferences are um, pretty, pretty boring, pretty panel heavy. Um, it's usually the satellite events tend to be the better events anyway. And so we were kind of trying to think of like, how can we take networking events and make them more fun? And that's why we are leaning into making the events focus more on rec and leisure rather than just the professional fluff of, you know, standard networking. And I think the logic there is you really get to know people better in that environment anyway. And, you know, maybe you make a friend, maybe you make a business partner, but at least you'll have a better way of evaluating them. And at the very least, if you, you know, if you get none of that, at least you had a good time. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, I'll jump in. What, what's what's up, guys? My voice is a little gone from the weekend. I had a birthday and stuff. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of good conversations about different chains, Polygon, Cardano, East, where everybody's coming up. They're shilling where they came from. They're shilling why they're there. And they're shilling their project. And I think at the end of the day, it's about an opportunity to network. And you can listen in these spaces. But, you know, after a while, when you sit here for an hour, three hours, sometimes you tune out and you miss stuff. When you're in person, when you're meeting people, when you're connecting face to face, it's different. Like Vapor, I met you when we were in Vegas. We were chopping it up. It's like, it's just different when you meet people and have that personal connection. And so Web3 is about that. It's about decentralization. And where's a good place to talk? It's, 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 it's on the course, it's doing challenges, it's being competitive, it's at the hotel in the lobby at the happy hour, right? So, you know, you could go tell somebody your project is here and like, you know, but we hear that a hundred times a day, every day, and and there's always a new project and there's always a new thing. So like, we figured like, let's flip this on its head. Like, let's, 
really make this like a competitive sort of environment and put your team up against another team. Like if you're to go up against, you know, the mutant apes or the Utes and your Cardano project beats them. I mean, think about the engagement that that gets, right? Like think about how that gets attention from another community when, you know, you got a big, you, you beat the board apes, you know? So I think that that's cool. Um, and then the reason we picked Bermuda is because of how close it is to the East Coast. A lot of people think Bermuda's in the Caribbean, but that couldn't be further from the truth. It's only an hour and uh, a half flight from New York. It's right near South Carolina, and the weather's good all year round. So the idea is to curate an experience where it's a hotel, it's food, there's shuttle services, there's happy hour. It's all included outside of outside of the uh, the flight. You just have to pay for the flight because people are coming from all over the place. And if you don't golf, that's fine. That's where the foot golf comes into play. That's where the scavenger hunts come into play. But you know, pickleball. Don't forget the pickleball. Ten, pickleball is getting so competitive now, right? Like pickleball is going to be a big one. So ten thousand dollars pays for your whole team almost. Right. So like now, if you win out of the eight teams, then you get a free trip, free networking, free everything. And we're going to be flying like content creators down. We're going to be filming the thing. Right. So, you know, the link is right there. And it's not like a connect my wallet rug me link. It's just a link where you type in your name, your email, and that's a pre-registration. So like if you are shilling your project on stage right now, you should be going to your community and saying, hey, look, do we have X amount of people to make this thing work? And if you don't, then show your chain. Make a Polygon team. Make a Cardano team, right? Oh, you only have three people out of the eight. Okay, that's fine. Well, go get your boys from another project, girls from another project, doesn't matter who, and come down. Like, really, really grind it out. It's October, so there's plenty of time to plan. But the point okay. of it is just, just to have fun and uh, keep things competitive. And at the same time, you know, maybe uh, put, put, your, put your project on the map. And to add on to that, just a little clarity, the 10K he's talking about is the uh, grand prize for the winning team. And also to add on, you know, again, if you, if you don't want to represent a singular community, say you're an artist or content creator, like we're all about coalition teams. Um, so, you know, if you want to get seven of your best friends in the space together and come up with your own kind of web three community team, we're open to that. So, you know, we, again, like I was saying before, we really want to lean into these events being an incubator for collaboration and again, across chain, just in the space generally, because web three, like, I, I think we all agree blockchain tech has incredible potential to improve the world. But right now we're kind of at like a very primitive stage of it. And you're seeing like, I mean, we still like we still haven't really run out the grifters yet who have been opportunistically you know, taking advantage of kind of the enthusiasm. Right. Um, but you are seeing like way more substantive projects come out, better use cases and, and we'll get there. But I think like this like maximalism kind of mentality is is not going to move the face forward, uh, move the space forward like we want it to. So again, hope we're hoping our events and, and we do plan to turn this into a series at some point. I mean, you know, first things first, let's just get that Web3 Games launch event in Bermuda sorted. And so if you do have a community, head to kazuxp.com and just fill out the uh, player card. And that's how we're kind of finalizing community teams based on 
uh, where the most interest is. So if you and your friends do come up with like a Web3 team, make sure you have a name that, uh, you know, a name for it so we can keep track of it. And it's good to know that like in some of these tournaments, like like in the pickleball one, it's only 2v2. So like if you don't play, that's fine. Same thing with golf. Like it's scramble, which means that four people get to hit the ball from the same spot. So if you are terrible at, you know, driving the ball, but you're a great putter or whatever, you can you can assist the team. We're not expecting like pro golfers to come down. But if you if you play like twice a year, five times a year, 10 times a year, like whatever, you're the perfect person to come. Uh, play enjoy and uh you know it's 80 degrees down there most of the year it's right on the water and uh you know that's where i was born and raised and so having an opportunity to get you know the community down there is is big and and a lot of people don't realize bermuda uh island wise is is like the perfect place for web3 because it's the insurance capital of the world so any insurance that's done down there when it comes to risk management is done in Bermuda. So CZ was down there, Coinbase is doing stuff down there. Like the big, big dogs are doing stuff in Bermuda because of how risky this 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 web three is, how risky NFTs are. So like, you know, when you go down there, you get you start to get used to Bermuda. You know how to fly in, you know where things are. You might you might see a lot of conferences and big things happen down there in the future because again, it's that central hub for risk management. So it's a good place to 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 go if you've never been. Well, Rex, Rex, you got a question? Oh yeah, yeah. I guess um, I'm just kind of understanding the event right now. It sounds really cool. So people fly down to Bermuda for this tournament, um, and will there be like some sort of talks and uh, I guess uh, conferences? You already mentioned networking opportunities and. Uh, maybe uh, you know establishing your business in bermuda i'm just wondering you know what more is there for the value proposition like i would love to shoot the shit with uh you know other people but but it is a, an expensive flight for me to come to bermuda <laughs> and to play pickleball it sounds like a lot to ask from me but if there's more to it like you mentioned the networking and uh, maybe some sort of talks and things like that then you you, you could convince me because bermuda is nice Oh, Bermuda is the best, man. I, I got to go there for the first time when we were scouting and immediately fell in love with it. My, my parents were just down there and my dad, it was my dad's first time. He wants to go. He was like, I want to stay here. I'm like, yeah, you probably need a little more money. Um, but, but yeah, no. So we are trying to kind of uh, change the networking game a little bit. So there will definitely be networking opportunities, but we do want to kind of um, shy away from the panel talk heavy thing. I think like when you look at a lot of these conferences, it's like hundreds and hundreds of speakers and dozens of panels. And it's just like overwhelming. And it's hard to make those genuine personal connections. Like the, like I said, I used the phrase before professional fluff. And I feel like those conferences um, enable that kind of energy. And what we want to do, so we do have a lot of social events programmed into it. And that's where you can, you know, just talk one-on-one or talk in a group. And it's, it's more like, a vacation meets business than it is a business meets like a trip somewhere, right? So it is focused more on those more intimate kind of hangs. Um, but we but we did build in a bunch of them so people have that opportunity between competition to like really get to know people, learn about projects, all that stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. I was in New York at NFT NYC. Alpha was there too, actually. And uh, I did not attend any of the talks, but I got so much out of it. 
just through the networking opportunities, right? Like that proximity of different people building out the web free space. And you mentioned this already, but uh, it's so much more meaningful when you interact with somebody one-on-one, face-to-face, you get deals done, you really get shit done quickly versus like kind of on this web free, I ping you on Discord a few times, I forget about you, then I come back, it just takes so long. So I love the concept. Um, Yeah, it's going to be that execution at this time. So cool. Thanks. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, awesome, man. I appreciate the question. Alpha, what do you got? Yeah, it was mostly a, just a shared sentiment that, to what you were echoing about that understanding that live events and like networking events like that are very important. And I just wanted to share like some of my greatest relationships built in the almost decade I've been in the DeFi space and crypto has been from live events by going and meeting with people and talking and, and doing these type of things that you're talking about. So I find it very interesting. One of my friends that got into Bitcoin uh, back in 2015, opened up a mine, and it's kind of like a mini story, moved to South America uh, to, to do Bitcoin mining, but then ended up moving into, uh, I think it's, uh, I want to say the city is called St. George uh, because of the tax uh, benefits for being, like there's no income tax or capital gain tax. And he being a DeFi, one of the reasons why he moved and migrated to Bermuda. So it's really cool you guys are doing that, and I'm interested I think some of my community members have messaged me that that would be pretty dope. I don't play golf or pickleball, but I think we could probably put something together. Um, I'm native to the East Coast, so I'm aware of the distance between. But definitely really cool what you guys are doing and, and echo the same sentiment that in real life events are necessity to kind of to build, commu- you know, build community as well as relationship. And it's way more valuable than these kind of panel chalk talks that we have. Yeah, oh, and absolutely. Like, yeah, it's cool. So like with what you're saying about your community members messaging you, like we just urge them to, to go to the pre-registration. It's this, it's the second thing up top. Um, or you'll find it at the bottom of the first uh, thread that I posted and we're keeping an active eye on the pre-registration and what, you know, you can even say like what community you're coming from and trying to see which community is showing up the hardest. Um, and we want to try to like reward that stuff too. So, uh, you know, as project founders too, I would, I would, you know, urge you guys if if you can let your community know about it. We might even do a, a project founder team as well. So we're just open to options. We're looking to execute really, really uh, effectively over these next two to three weeks and and get this nailed down so that we can really start to formulate not only who's coming, uh, but then we'll have some fun things too, like you know, sponsoring a whole. And, you know, if you're Ape Nation or Owls or whatever, and you know, you want to play owl sounds on a speaker at full volume while the team's teeing off, you know, you could do that. And like you can pay to do that and you can affect the other team. So there will be these like activations, uh, you know, on each hole, you know, the Utes, the D-Gods. You know, I, I played in the D-Gods golf tournament and, uh, you know, we were doing shoeies because that's what it was. They brought a bunch of shoes. Uh, they gave us a brand new set of shoes. and you know, they film the whole thing and that's, that's like what it's about, right? It's like bringing a, like your own projects touch to, to the tournament, to the course, um, and getting exposure that way and getting it. And here's the thing too, right? Because it's cross pollination. Uh, you know, I've been doing cross chain stuff before it was cool, right? Like 2021 when it was all religious and everybody was like, it's Cardano or die, it's Ethereum or die. And thank God we've gotten past that. But now because you have teams coming from multiple different chains. 
if your team shows up, you guys do well, you're getting exposure cross chain. And I think that that's also part of the goal and, and where we want things to go uh, in the future. And there's being, there's bridges that are being built for that. There's, you know, you look at Phantom Wallet, you look at Magic Eat and some of these chains and these marketplaces, they're already ahead of the ball when it comes to where we're going to be for the next bull run. So now it's like, how can I position my project to be ahead of the curb, be cross-chain, you know, have multiple communities. Uh, and I think that this is kind of like the start of that. And that's why, yeah, the first one's in Bermuda, but then eventually we're going to have a bunch coming in, uh, into the U.S. But the championship, the big kahuna, is always going to be in Bermuda. So so that's why we're having the first one there. And like I said, guys, just go to the uh, the link. And even if you pre-register, you're not like, a hun- you don't have to 100% be going. But if you just have interest there and you want more details and you want more updates, you know, we'll be we'll be sending out some emails and and make sure to follow Kazu for 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 what's going on, turn the noties on and stuff like that. But appreciate Vapor, uh, you know, for having me up, Paul, Mike, and uh, Rec and everybody else. You guys are doing a great job. Yeah, and I just wanted to add on to your point about kind of sponsors and, and event partners. Um, you know, just from my background doing events, I think what happens a lot uh, with events is the, the organizers take sponsors for granted. And they just become like a logo on promotional materials, right? So that's kind of why we want that kind of we want to we want to make the sponsorship experience more immersive for our sponsors. So you know, for the team buyout option and some of the uh, like general general event sponsorship, there is opportunities to build those activations that serve as competition features and elements within the competition. So you know, our sponsors are just as much a part of the event as our participants. And I think that, you know, that helps, again, with that relationship building, because if you're sponsoring an event, you're essentially trying to onboard new clients or customers. And if you're just, you know, there passively, people just, there's, you know, the ad space is oversaturated, right? So we were really good at tuning that out. But say a company does something fun during the event, that's going to be memorable, that's going to leave an impact. Um, And then the second point to what Alpha was saying about Bermuda um, yeah, our, our, our initial sponsor for this is the Tourism Authority, right? So I think what Bermuda is trying to do in regards to attracting the Web3 industry is really admirable. And we're just excited that they're willing to work with us uh, to do this like first event. And so I think it's a good opportunity for, uh, for folks in the space to kind of meet some of the more prominent players in Bermuda and get acquainted there if they're looking to do business there uh, on the Web3 side. So really exciting stuff happening there. And we're, we're glad we could be part of the early days of it. Yeah, that's, you guys are doing some awesome stuff and, and not to beat a dead horse, but I, you know, I can certainly, I have been one of the biggest advocate of IRL uh, attendance for every project that I've been a part of, um, you know, Three years ago, I you know you can see my pinned tweet. I, you know that was at Bitcoin conference in uh, 2020 or 21. I was able to meet Charles. I met so many incredible people in the space uh, that weekend. But real life, you know, I met. Uh, that's where I met Fettuccini on a panel that ended up uh, you know resulting in uh, minting some stuff for him with Yepple. Uh, also minting uh, you know numerous referrals from him. Uh, New York NFT NYC a couple of years ago. That's where I met and was. We were the first Cardano project uh, at NFT uh, NYC. We were represented because we attended the Cardano Summit previously in person. We got an invite from the founders of NFT NYC to come 
uh, represent uh, crypto pets at the time. Uh, and there we spent basically the entire week with IOHK, um, some of their highest level representation and representatives. They followed our projects. We ended up minting um, their, some of their earliest internal projects that they had, internal NFTs they did at IOHK. Um, I cannot emphasize enough how important I believe real life uh, events are. So I'm glad you guys are doing it. I'm glad you're making it fun. That's yeah, cool. I mean, yeah. There, there's no substitute for in-person experiences, especially in a in, in a space like this where trust is kind of everything. Um, so 100% agree. I mean, I got to run uh, the golf event for Crypto Bahamas, you know, well before FTX completely uh, imploded. Um, and it was cool because even though like the conference was kind of stuffy, there was a lot of like, I mean, like I remember Kathy Woods like holding down these like very uh, intimate chats like in the hotel bar like the jazz bar at Baja Mar and it was super cool like some seeing someone like that just sit down with people who were there and she was trying to learn as much about web3 as possible and people were giving her feedback and stuff so it was it was cool to see that and i think that helped inspire what we're doing with Kazu a little bit was hey like let's focus more on the the more meaningful connections and less on just that fake kind of professional Hey, like, you know, you know, that kind of stuff. So agree a hundred percent. I think, I think it's super important and that's why we're leaning into it a hundred percent. Awesome. Very cool. Hey, Mike, you want to do a, a quick uh, room reset? Yeah, real quick because whoa, everybody showed up. Listen guys, uh, welcome into, uh, we're going to, I guess we're going to call it multi-chain Mondays here pretty soon, but uh, the vapor monkey is all into it. We want to give our Cardano community more exposure to multi-chain. We've been trying to do this for years. We're really glad that you're all here this morning. We do have a giveaway going. Look at the second tweet in from the Jumbotron. Second tweet from the right. It's a giveaway. It's one of Louis' lucky cards from the Zataku Dragons. Louis is giving away uh, 3,000 raffle tickets. Uh, one of them could be yours, and you could win a Board Ape Yacht Club NFT. You'll have to have a Cardano wallet. I'm not giving it away if we don't get at least 40 retweets and likes over on this thing. We're at 38 right now. I'd like to do it at the top of the hour. Uh, we still have projects to get to. Again, we... <laughs> Wait for Monkey's like, maybe if I invite everybody, half will show up. Y'all came out in force. And nobody canceled. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, that's our reset. That's where we're at right now. We would like to speak to Ape Nation as well and Gonzo, uh, whoever's going to rep over for the Zataku Dragon so we can get some Cardano exposure because we've been about the other chain so far. Um, however, is it time for an announcement, Vapor Monkey? I mean, I know we said don't call it a comeback, but it's kind of a comeback. There's always a little comeback, right? <laughs> you know, I honestly didn't want to do this today. Um, I kind of wanted to have a few multi-chain spaces and kind of figure it out. But man, this this space is going amazing. Um, there's there's so many people here. I'd be foolish not to uh, do my own shill as well. And so I'm making a huge announcement uh, for me and for the Moon Boy Society. Uh, I have decided to join the Moon Boy Society. Um, we are taking the project in a fully different direction in a uh, fully multi-chain by uh, nature project. Let me explain a little bit about it. I promise I'm only going to do a minute. I I'm not going to take a ton of questions. This is not meant to be my space, uh, but I'm, I'm totally Hey, uh, Vapor, to, can, to I, can I jump in real quick? This is the Moon Boy Society uh, hey. co-founder train. Uh, happy to be here, guys. Hey, I just wanted, I got a 
hit up a meeting too real quick. So let me go ahead and tell you kind of our background and then I'll let Vapor take over and tell you where we're kind of pivoting and where we're going. But really where we started was on Cardano um, and we, we tried to break tribalism within projects uh, by focusing on astronauts. And so astronauts are a big thing in our space. Everyone loves astronaut suits. You can't get away from the astronaut suit. So, uh, you know, we're, we're adopting astronauts and we, we collect astronauts. And when we first started, we really wanted to go multi-chain. Uh, there just wasn't, there hasn't been the tools to do so. And so we're excited that the tools are starting to pop up now and that we have, you know, mentors like Anvil and uh, other mentors out there that are trying to go cross-chain. And so we, we do feel like this is a good time that we can, uh, you know, jump on board and help out with this cross-chain movement. So we, we really want to fight tribalism uh, and that maxi mentality. Um, obviously, my name is Cardano Train. I, I love Cardano and my heart will always be there. Uh, and I'll probably honestly always be here. Uh, but I also want to uh, widen my widen my perspective a little bit on on blockchains and so vapor has done an amazing job at helping me helping me to open my mind to that and uh yeah that's that's kind of our main focus right here is we we want to be the main hub for astronaut collectors across all blockchains right and we want to unite blockchains through collecting what we all love which is which is astronauts and uh we we kind of call it we have a name for them we call them moon boys uh, any astronaut in any project is kind of a moon boy. And uh, we, we wanted to also take that derogatory name and kind of flip it up on its head um, and, and make it something that everyone can be proud of instead of, uh, you know, like, oh, these moon boys out here just, you know, pushing things. But really, we're, we're uniting, uh, you know, all, all blockchains together uh, through this common desire to, to get astronauts to the moon. So anyways, that's kind of uh, my two cents. I'll let Vapor uh, kind of talk about where we're pivoting, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to jump in real quick and say hi to everybody. I uh, appreciate this space and I'm fucking excited about all everything we're talking about. So, Heck yeah, man. Um, awesome. Thank you so much, Train. I know you got to jump, but uh, I am so excited to be on this project and, and here's why. I, I The idea is, you know, the Moon Boy Society has always, like you said, always been against tribalism. That's what I'm trying to do on chains. That's what I like to do in projects. It's what I like to do in the space in general, right? Break down those barriers. Um, let me tell you a little bit about the new direction of, of Moonboy Society. And so we're coming out with a new collection called the Dimensional Nomads. The Dimensional Nomads are a collection of 10,000 NFTs. 2,500 are minting on each of four chains. 2,500 on Solana, Polygon, Ethereum, and Cardano they will be able to move between universes. So this is a multiverse uh, collection and they, your NFTs will be able to actually move from one chain to another chain. Now there's a couple interesting things going on there. Um, the Dimensional Nomads are, they're an elite group of moon boys. They can move between these chains, uh, but the multiverse needs to maintain balance. So the cost of dimensional travel changes the balance uh, of the multiverse uh, changes. So as more go onto one chain, the cost to, to travel between chains um, fluctuates as well. Now, interestingly, the art, uh, we're going to have four different, four completely different art styles, all uh, with 
primate-based NFTs. Um, and every, each artist is going to have the exact same set of traits. So essentially, if your moon boy, your dimensional nomad, moves from, say, Cardano over to Polygon, you will get the Polygon artist represent, uh, representative's version of your NFT. However, every single time you swap chains, one of your traits changes. You have the ability to protect them later. Um, but this is uh, designed to be truly multi-chain by concept. Um, this is not an additional collection. Now, of course, your, your uh, OG uh, Moon Boys, your MB Society NFTs, We'll get you some whitelist capability. Uh, there's a ton going on. I don't want to take any more time or space out of here. I'm sorry that I totally shilled on here. That was not my intent, but it'd be silly not to take advantage of a space like this. Um, with that in mind, Mike, who do we have next? Ooh, that was a hell of a teaser. Just so you know, guys, you can try to get the alpha if you want it. He ain't giving it up. That's all we're going to do for today. But very exciting, the Vapor Monkey's back, gonna do multi-chain, cross-chain, however you wanna talk about it. Um, who do we have next? I think it's time, let's go Cardano heavy here. Uh, speaking of heavy hitters, we got, I believe it's the wolf if we haven't put him to sleep from Ape Nation. What's going on over at Ape Nation? How are you doing guys? Thanks for having us. Uh, J-Rod, do you wanna jump up? Yeah, no, things are going well. Uh, we've got, our, we've just actually had our uh, first secondary ordinals by Ape Nation sale, which was uh, pretty cool a couple of days ago. Uh, the ordinals were um, raffled uh, for a whitelist with our nation token um, and subsequently uh, minted. Uh, the people minted a Cardano uh, ordinals by Ape Nation token, um, which will be up updated with the inscription number. Um, of the ordinal that they were assigned. Um, and uh, they uh, that the one sold for 0 0.046109 uh, BTC, which was $1,217 or 3,334 ADA. So it was uh, pretty, pretty great to see that sale. We've got 20, which are going to be going to a BTC public mint uh, price and date to be announced but yeah exciting times over here at ape nation and we've got the bling mint going on um we've got c swap allies coming up at the end of q2 uh, which is going to be providing uh, liquidity for the nation token on uh, c swap decks when it launches um and then into q4 we've got uh, the bank of nation where we look we're looking to add additional liquidity for our nation token and we're following up finishing off the year with our ultimate OG collection. Is that wow. it? <laughs> yeah, is that all? <laughs> Ape Nation is always going. Listen, if you're not uh, native to Cardano or maybe you are, have thought about dabbling into Cardano, there's a couple of projects here that uh, the, the, the point of entry is still reasonable, but what's happening is really shaken. So uh, I'd say Ape Nation, J-Rod, the Wolf here, they definitely have their stuff together. Um, these guys uh, basically rescued a project that was rugging and came in and has made it one of the stalwarts of the space now. So if you haven't heard of Cardano, come in and check out Ape Nation before, uh, first and foremost. Um, I don't think that can be understated. I know that we are, we are running, we are two hours deep, but Ape Nation is building y'all like they have not stopped you will see wolf you will see j-rod you will see their biggest supporters 
out there nonstop. They have continued to build nonstop through this bear market. Um, and they're one of the few projects that have pushed hard. They were born in the bull and they continued in the bear. And that is rare. And I did not mean for that to run. Yeah, we're just uh, literally 15 months old now. Um, the project uh, OG collection minted on the 14th of February. Um, and yesterday was um, five months of our nation token. And it's been pretty, pretty crazy since the, uh, the launch of the nation token. Um, oh, we've got staking with Labs by Mutant, but we've also got five additional staking partners. So people can stake their apes uh, and other ape nation assets simultaneously, non-custodially um, for obviously our, our nation token, um, they can get Ape Society, they can get Cardano Crocs Clubs with additional assets. But in addition to those, there is also uh, MD token uh, that people can, can collect as well, um, and Cardano lands. So uh, we're all about providing value and giving back to our community. It's all we've ever done. Uh, ever since we took over the project, we literally were given 3,000 ADA uh, in a royalty wallet and a couple of hundred apes, and, and look where we've got to. Look indeed. It's one of my very favorites, man. Are these guys? I I, I don't know if you're from Cardano, you kind of get it, right? Five different ways of non non custodial staking, maybe more. I, I think I just heard five, but that's just crazy. This project yeah, is here. We've got our nation token and five NFT staking spot partners. The biggest one there being C Swap Dex, which uh, kind of came out of uh, CNFTCon. Um, I'm just going to pin a tweet at the top um, that showcases our ordinals by Ape Nation. They were all inscribed under a million inscriptions. I think we're just about to tip over 7 million inscriptions today. We got in there as early as we could. The only other Cardano projects that launched collections before us was uh, Clayforce, Adenauts, Adenauts Bourbon, who kind of led the charge. Then Mallards did their 222 collection. And then it was Ape Nation. Um, we, uh, we we tried to get them inscribed, uh, or we put our order in at 420K inscriptions. Uh, they actually finally uh, got inscribed after bumping the fees like three times um, between um, 926K and 936K. But we're so proud that we're part of the BTC history, and we've got 100 Ape Nation ordinals on the BTC blockchain. Phenomenal. Right. Absolutely phenomenal. Good. No, no, I, that, I was saying that's incredible. I just uh, I'm always amazed at what you guys I mean, to come out of the ashes, you know, like a phoenix like that and just uh, just crush it and, and build a new community. I'm, I'm always impressed. And I you guys are always invited to any multi space, uh, multi chain space that I have, because I know you guys are here. I know you're always around and I know you're always hanging out uh, and always trying to build the community, not just Cardano, but but the Web3 community. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going, uh, Mike Vapor? How's it going, guys? Thank you. Sorry, man. I'm having connection issues. I had to drop out down and come back up, so I'm not sure exactly what Wolf covered. But I do want to go back real quick to uh, I, I, when when it's uh, when uh, Bermuda was on. You guys were talking about events and you know relationships. I want to tell you. Um, obviously, we were at CNFTCon uh, last year. And let me tell you, man, that, that was huge for us. Not only being able to see holders, uh, community members, members from the Cardano community and whatnot, but I mean, you do forge great relationships in these events. Uh, we were lucky enough to run into uh, C-Swap 
which is, you know, probably our, our biggest uh, collab uh, partnership we have going on. And it's been awesome for us. I mean, I don't know if Wolf mentioned it, but right now, obviously, we have uh, six or seven different staking partners. Right now, every OG ape is earning you one C-swap per day on their platform. So, you know, this is going to be a, a pretty cool DEX that's going to be launching on Cardano. They've been grinding for a lo- long time, for a while. Um, they have their own kind of ruggish background uh, to do with Sunday Swap back in the days where Sunday Swap kind of screwed them. And, you know, they're coming back strong. So that's kind of how we gelled together because we had, you know, some things in common whatnot. Uh, and it's really cool, man. So they're they're going to be launching the uh, NFT Fi on their decks. It's going to be like a totally different ball game, like Wolf said. Uh, where they're they're having a million, uh, uh, a small collection coming out, where we partnered with them. Uh, we're going to have some um, some liquidity for our nation token. Uh, like Wolf said, we're going to uh, towards the end of Q4, hopefully beginning of uh, 2024. We're going to be adding some more liquidity through Bank of Nation. Um, you know, we're just not another shit token or another project token. As is, we have mad utility for our token whether it's mutating your apes, whether it's raffles, uh, whether it was buying in and getting in on one of these 100 ordinals. So, you know, we're a small, strong team, uh, a strong community, and we're just pushing forward, man. And and, and at the end of the day, uh, it's all about the Cardano community as a whole. It's all about cross-chain. It's all about coming together. I mean, if you think about it, uh, throughout all blockchains, which we're, we're such a small amount in comparison to the masses. So, uh, together, man, I know it's often said, but together we will rise. Phoenix 8, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you guys are here. I really appreciate you. Um, there's so much going on uh, in your ecosystem. I hope people dive into the Discord, I hope they check things out. Um, Mike, what's going on? What's up? All right. I'm getting ready to run this Twitter picker. I'd love to hear from Gonzo or somebody from uh, the Zotaku Dragons, but uh, they're not up on stage. I see them in the audience. However, we do have. I think some people got dropped down. I don't think they intended to. I think. All right. (laughs) Well, let's see if we can reach out to them and, and invite them back up uh gonzo or anybody else uh, i don't know if haku is here representing um real quick uh i see my boy jungle mike he's definitely going to come up and holler out at shout out the uh ape nation because he's a nation crazy man uh l i don't know if you want to talk a little bit i know we got cross chain going on in here maybe let the people meet cardano's number one influencer We're waiting for Gonzo to come up. If not, go back to sleep. It's fine. I know you had a three-day bender. All right. I'm going to run this Twitter picker while we're waiting for uh, Gonzo or somebody from Zataka Dragons and Jungle Mike. What's going on? Did I request? <laughs> what's going on? I didn't know. <laughs> you, you did request speaker. Oh, I apologize for that. Too much peanut butter, man. Had peanut butter for dessert last night. Got a heavy hangover. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can go ahead and keep moving i you know mike i don't know how long that takes to to run the, the twitter picker but i know we've we've got an ethereum project here as well i'm kind of excited um, whoa Wait, I don't know. One? all right we have uh from the the lucky llamas oh snap that's the artist right yeah yep we've been graced 
Do you want to do you want to run your Twitter Twitter picker first, or do you want John to pop up? No, I'm almost there. Step three, draw. Here we go. We're gonna draw. Who got it? Drum roll. Be me. Be me. Oh, one begin draw. Really? <laughs> okay, final draw. Oh. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? No, let me see if they're still in the space because they're not in the space. We're moving on. I got Crypto Geek at Crypto Geek 32. At Crypto Geek 32. Are they in here? You're here. Uh, request. Go ahead and request to speak. I see them. No, no, that was Crypto Jesus. Hold on. <laughs> at Crypto Geek 32. We're going to need emojis. We're going to need a DM or we're moving on. We're going to do another one. I don't give it. I want, I want someone to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're ready, you're ready. Come on, give them uh, 30 more seconds. Say their name. Say their name two more times. Two more times. Crypto Geek 32. We need to know that you're alive and in the space. If not, we're picking another winner. We're going once. Oh, 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 wait. I think I just seen him. Oh, welcome to the stage, Crypto Geek. What's going on? Hey, guys. Uh, awesome, uh, awesome conversation here. Uh, love the, uh, love the crosstalk here. Um, it, I think it's a, I think it's a really great way for, uh, the web three space to grow, um, with all these different projects on all these different blockchains. So I'm excited to see all this, uh, all this going on. Um, and really appreciate you hot Mike and, and vapor for putting this on. Um, I know it takes quite a bit to, uh, get all, you know, get all the projects together and, and uh, all at the same time. So really appreciate all that. All right, brother, hit me up in the DMs and we will get you, uh, uh, it'll come from my account because uh, Mr. Louis sent me over an extra Lucky Louis card, Louis Lucky card for to be in the drawing for the Board 8 Yacht Club. Thank you so much for your participation. All right, thank you. All right. Wow, that's so amazing. Thousand chance of, of winning a board ape now. One in three thousand. Yeah, that's crazy. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> I just spend a couple hundred bucks on that raffle ticket, but or just show up <laughs> to a space and do a retweet, motherfuckers. Right? Yeah. Hard work, hard work out there. All right. Uh, let's talk to John because I don't see Gonzo and we may have screwed up and missed him because it went so long. You don't see me, man? Hey, how is everyone? Hey, good, John. How's it going, man? Pretty good. Nice sunny day here. It is. Where are you at? Boston. Boston. That's right. What's yeah, up? winter time's finally over. So, congrats. I uh, so so I found so I found um your art kind of, you know, scrolling through Twitter, and I fell in love with it, and I was like, man, I really love these. The, the lucky llama art and i haven't uh had as much of a chance to to dive into ethereum lately but uh what's going on with the lucky llamas and and tell us a little bit about your art and uh you know how you what your style is and, and how you came up with it that kind of stuff yeah no problem um lucky llamas is 4444 collection of uh all hand-drawn llamas um we tried to pick a lot of traits that would relate with people um we didn't want to do a lot of traits that people didn't like. So I like to think that every trait is um, desirable and everyone would want every trait that we made. So um, I talked to Chapo ETH 
traveled out ETH in the summertime. I knew he was looking for an artist. They went through a couple artists and they weren't really happy with the artwork. So um, I reached out to Chapo. Um, I wasn't doing a project at the time and he, I knew him from Grandpa Apes. And um, yeah, he, he told me, he asked me to do a couple sketches. I did some sketches. He loved them. So we got right into it through the bear market. And uh, it doesn't really, being in the bear market, it didn't phase me because I, I know what I can do with art. And I knew that, um, you know, even though everything's down, that, you know, the prices of the NFTs would be a lot cheaper than before. And, um, you know, people would be able to attain them. So we went ahead and did it and everything went smoothly. Um, and we're just waiting for the minting to sell out. So slowly, but surely. Yeah, I see, I see you and the team, um, you know, posting four five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 times a day. Um, you guys are still super active. I, I particularly, I would, um, maybe you could pin this. So the, I think the one that I first saw, uh, the first llama that I saw was, um, was it a zombie or, um, it had like exposed trachea with maggots coming out of it. Like the detail. Yeah. That's the, that's the zombie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love doing that one. That one was fun. That thing is incredible. Maybe uh, if you have a chance, pin pin that up here so people can kind of see what that that art looks like. Um, sure. It, yeah, you can see the quality of the art just in his PFP, right? The, the fire there. Cool. All right. Um, is there is there any um, with with the lucky llamas? I don't. I don't. I think it's mo it's a PFP based project, right? That's kind of the the utility is PFP based. Is there anything else going on utility wise? I don't. I think it was mostly PFP. Is that correct? And Luigi, he might be pinning. Uh, probably <laughs> oh, no, sorry, my mic was off. Okay. Um, so we kind of went and, um, you know, there's three founders. It's me, well, Chapo and Pepito, and then I'm the artist, but they, you know, consider me a founder also. Um, they're really into the apparel side. They want to make a lot of um, really desirable you know, articles of clothing, whether it's awesome hoodies, not just like, you know, cheap generic things to get stuff out there, but we really want to design um, really awesome apparel. It wouldn't really have the llamas on it, but it would have the logos and just focus on, you know, the, the clothing and the quality of the clothing. Um, I know Chapo yeah. wanted to make, go take the toy Avenue and, you know, um, whether it's keychain, you know, anything to do with a physical item, whether it's a stuffed animal llama, there's so many ways you can go. And then I was going to focus on children's books, you know, a lot of the art side and just um, focus kind of not on, I have five kids, so I love making kids happy, drawing for kids. You know, um, I love the reaction of my kids when I draw stuff. So I wanted to focus on like not really coloring books, but illustrated storybooks for kids, whether it's like llama facts or um, so we're driving into that, trying to, experiment with you know what would be good and um yeah that's the road we're going down now and the art is obviously part of the utility too yeah yeah but i also don't i'm also i want to say to everyone here i'm not the most knowledgeable in crypto and all that i'm learning but um so i'm more of the art side of the project <laughs> yeah i see that a lot it's funny you know we had uh, like in any project I'm in, everybody has their specialty, right? Some people like being up in spaces and talking about their project. And the artists almost always like to say, you know, 
with their heads down, drawn, uh, you know, drawing or doing whatever it is <laughs> they love doing. And the developers love being heads down, you know, hands on keyboards, uh, you know, not in spaces. So I know I appreciate you coming here. I know, you know, Chapo is probably more the main spokesman normally, but having the artist here is incredible because I, I just I really appreciate your art. I, I like it. Thank you. For Thank you. I, I appreciate the support. And I see every time you retweet and like stuff. And uh, yeah, I appreciate it. It means a lot. Yeah, of course. Thank you. All right. Um, if there are any questions for John, uh, feel free to ask them. But Mike, uh, who do we have up next? What's going on next? <clears throat> Looks like we're um, not going to get. Oh, the Gonzo's here. Gonzo's at the top of his name. So man, I've, I've been trying. I've been trying to talk, but you just shut me up before, man. I did. What the fuck is wrong with me? Anyway, as soon as I see Gonzo on the stage, I always have to say through subliminal suggestion, Zataku Dragons, motherfuckers. For those of you who don't know, Crypto Gonzo is the head of Zataku Dragons uh, with his partner Louie and Haku. They have a great project over here on Cardano. I'd love uh, for you to just kind of walk us through what you got going over here for our folks that are visiting from another other chains. But um, in a nutshell... Uh, this one for me is, is starting to change the game. They have a collab going on with another one called IDO Pass here on Cardano, and this is a can't miss. So, without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, Crypto Gonzo. Yeah, thank you guys. And thank you, Vapor Monkey, Greg, Mike, everybody here. Um, I love what you guys are doing. First of all, man, this cross chain is definitely the way to go. I think we, we all, even it doesn't matter what chain you're on right and a lot of us here are from cardano and then we have people from polygon and ethereum and other chains but uh we're all really connected i just don't see uh the chain being the important uh, factor right at all i think it's all about the community the chain is really just the vehicle we are using right we can argue all day about why cardano is better than the rest and you know or vice versa but it doesn't really uh make a difference in my opinion you know, it's all about the community and, and what we build behind the community. And so, yeah, so it's, you know, shout out to you guys. I love this space. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to apologize in advance in case I get rugged. Uh, I am working, so my phone is blowing up continuously. And I'm also in an area where I don't, I don't have a very good coverage. So in case I get rugged, I'm going to apologize in advance. Uh, that's why I've been going up, coming up and down, you know, um, I listened to part of the space and I missed a whole bunch as well. But uh, I'm glad I'm here and you know sharing this this stage with all these great projects, man. Uh, amazing. And so my name is Gonzo, uh, or Gonzalo is my real name. They call me Gonzo, so that's why Crypto Gonzo. Uh, I've been in the space uh, since late uh, 2021. Uh, a little earlier than that, that's when I started my Twitter, to be honest. Uh, I was in the space a little earlier than that, started to fuck around some Ethereum NFTs and didn't do very well until I found Cardano and found my home, uh, connected immediately with, with the community and and I started my space and, and went from there on to, to become a, a founder, right? I already, uh, early stages, I already had a, a plan, an idea, and uh, and I met people along the way, Louis, who is co-founder, and um, 
just to make a long story short, really, I had an idea. I was starting this project. I started talking to Louie about it. Uh, something very unique that nobody else had done, at least to my knowledge. And um, we ran into a project that was about to run and was offered to us. Right. So we saw that as a, a great opportunity. Uh, not immediately, but but at first, you know, we were offered the project and uh, we. We started looking into it. I spent some time on Discord trying to figure out, you know, what this project was about. Didn't really like the art, to be honest. Um, not a big fan of pixelated art, but uh, I am now. Uh, you know, it just grew on me over time. And so basically, when we, we ran into this project, we took like a couple of weeks uh, to spend some time in the Discord and go over what, you know, the, the ex-founder uh, was, was trying to do promising uh, the members and uh, we decided to instead of starting a, a, our project and, and apply the utility we wanted to apply to it uh, from scratch uh, we decided to just take over this project and you know and, and, and start from from zero there right and uh, honestly I don't regret it I think it was a great decision uh, the project we took over which is Sitaku dragons um, when we took it over back in it was September. It was right before CNFTCon last year. Um, that's when we bought it. We didn't really start doing anything until we got back from CNFTCon, so early October. But when we got it, it was a five to ten ADA floor price. Today we're around six hundred. So we did a pretty good job, I think, uh, growing this, and we did it organically. Um, so I'm I'm very excited. I'm very happy. And 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 what this project is about this utility that we have is, you know, at the personal level, both uh, myself and Louis uh, have been investing in, in this uh, Forex Arbitrage trading bot, right? That yields some very, very interesting uh, profits every single month and with also with compounded interest. So um, due to the consistency, this bot, because it's been running for over three years, never had a loss, uh, always five to 8% every single month, uh, we decided that it would be an amazing tool uh, to have, right, for, for, for our project uh, to start. And then uh, also to be able to share this tool with other projects, help other people in the community become sustainable, become profitable, because uh, it's basically just like having a cash cow, right? So we went ahead and we decided to scale it up, basically, right? So... The same thing we were doing at personal level, we are now doing at the project level. Um, and, you know, we just got through our, our, our first stage, Mint, uh, which was uh, minting 2,222 of these eggs. And uh, the goal behind that first stage Mint was to collect $200,000 and connect it to the bot, which we already did. And uh, the Okay, I think he, he rugged for a little bit, but so he's got... <clears throat> So he's got the bot. He took the funds, the funds from the uh, the project, and fed it into the bot. And now it's getting uh, yields that uh, can be shared based on what you have in the collection. Are you back yet, Louis? Or uh, Gonzo, rather? Sorry. Did I rug? Yeah. Oh yeah, because, you totally uh, rug. My partners who should know I'm in a space are calling me on Discord. Uh, you know, 
What the fuck, man? These guys, right. they're not here. So we got up to that you, you yeah, that you guys are using the bot for the project like you did personally, and then we can cut Oh, out. really? Okay, well, anyway, yeah. So we, we started, this is something that we've been using at the personal level, like I was saying, right? Um, and we decided to scale it up at the project level. So, you know, the first step for us is what we just got through, uh, which is the first stage mint, which was minting the 2,222 eggs. Uh, and the goal behind this first stage mint is to, was to collect $200,000 and connect it to the spot, which we already did. Uh, we've been doing that since we've been collecting money from, from the mint, right? Because uh, we, it took us two months to mint out these 22, 22 eggs. So um, almost immediately, you know, uh, we, we, we started depositing. That's how we already uh, did a revenue distribution among uh, some of the peace holders. Um, but anyway, yeah, the, the concept behind the, the project really is uh, to use this bot that we have so that we can grow uh, as a project and, and, and help other projects grow, basically, right? It's a cash cow we have. It's something amazing. It's something that consistently yields 5 to 8% every month. So, you know, when we have, when we get through the second stage of the mint and we have the $400,000 connected to the bot, we're talking twenty-five dollars to $30,000 every month, steady, right? Uh, that will be coming in. Uh, we can decide as a community to withdraw every month or we can compound for a few months and then start uh, coming up with uh, ideas on where to invest the money, right? As a community, uh, we already have... Uh, several ideas we've had several conversations with the community there's a lot of uh, irl business uh, using ip rights that that we've been talking about uh, different possibilities there there's ideos ispos that we want to get into as a community with some of these profits as well there's a whole bunch of stuff right so uh, that's uh, more of the, the long-term uh, objective is to to grow and to diversify our portfolio right um instead of just taking profits distributing them right and, and having some passive income we, we want that too uh and there will be a point in our project when we will be able to to have both and that's that's part of our goal but um it's a very simple concept you know what's behind this the utility it's it's this forex arbitrage trading bot uh, that has a proven track record, uh, consistent five to eight percent every single month, and that's the key. That's the whole key to this whole project, right? Um, very low risk. I have to mention the risk, but uh, you know, uh, compared to any other investment that all of us are into here, like because we're all into crypto, NFTs, uh, stocks, uh, the 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 risk factor here is much less than any of the risk involved in, in, in all these other assets, right? Um, there is um, something, I, I don't have the capability of posting it right now, but uh, MyFX Book, uh, which is a third-party auditor, and, and this is audits our account, um, has some numbers on the risk. Uh, I think the chances of this bot losing 10%, which is the maximum we can lose, and I'll explain that in a second, uh, but the chances of this bot losing that 10% is about 0.01%, right? So uh, it's pretty low chances. Um, and uh, there is a stop loss in core, you know, in, 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 it's, it, the, the, it's programmed in the bot, right? It's actually, there's a stop loss 
there's a daily stop loss as well. So, so basically, you know, uh, for example, if the bot starts trading today and it trades uh, six or seven consecutive negative trades, it automatically triggers a stop loss for the day, right? And it won't, it won't trade anymore for, for today. And then uh, maybe tomorrow the same thing happens and it'll, there'll be another stop loss. So, how, so the worst case scenario is if this bot does this several days during the month, and accumulates a total of 10%. When that happens, the bot gets automatically disconnected. So that's why that is the highest risk involved in this, right? Again, I mention it because it's important, obviously, but uh, we have never seen it happen, right? So in three years that the bot has been uh, operating, it has never lost any, any month. It has lost uh, like on, on a day, right? Actually, just last week, we lost $100 one day. Um, but yeah, overall it's, it's an average of five to 8%. So that's the key to our project, right? That's what this, this is the tool that's going to, going to allow our project to become bigger and bigger. And then we have something that we created, uh, which is the other part of our project, right? Because, uh, we want to grow, uh, we want the dragons to grow, but we also want to help the entire community and not, and this is where the cross chain, uh, it becomes important as well because this is a, a, our project. It can be cross-chain without even minting on other chain, right? And what I'm trying to say is that we have something, a service that we call Dragon Connect, right? So uh, for all you project founders out there, uh, other projects that that are about to mint or that have already minted and have a treasury, uh, we we want to give you guys the opportunity to also connect to our trading bot, right? And this, this way, uh, uh, you won't have to depend uh, exclusively on royalties, right? You will have uh, consistent uh, income coming in every month and your initial capital untouched because that's the key of all this, right? So the 200K we deposited are, are there and they're always going to be there, right? And when we deposit 200K more, there's going to be 400K. All we're taking is the profits right uh, when we decide to take them so so imagine if you mint you collect a hundred thousand dollars right i mean most projects collect more than that but it, let's just use an example is half a million dollars that's something that will yield you 25 to thirty thousand dollars every month or if you decide to compound you can basically more than double your money because you'll get 120 percent in a year so with these kind of crazy numbers uh you can get an idea on what uh, you you might be able to do at the personal level, at the project level, at a business level, whichever way you want to look at it, anything, you can structure basically anything around this, right? So it's pretty amazing. And we're very excited um, to be pretty much halfway there. Uh, we did a revenue distribution for our members, the, the, the most loyal members, um, the people that were able to put pieces together and, at first. And now we have uh, another revenue distribution coming up. Um, at the end of this month, right? After that, uh, we're going to be pretty much ready for hatching these eggs, which is the second part of our, the second stage uh, of our project. And that's how we plan to collect another 200K. But um, sorry, guys, if I went too quickly or, you know, if it was too much of a rant, uh, if you guys have any questions, feel free to ask me. Uh, I'm here to answer any questions. So I have just a hot mic question because I'm in on your project. 
Are we done now? We, we got our egg distribution last night or today or sometime. So is there anything I need to do to put the pieces together or is that done just by my wallet being registered? You'll, you'll know how many pieces I have. Yeah, no, so we're going to be doing a, a snapshot a very soon for the second revenue distribution. So what you want to do is is have in one wallet all your eggs. That's what's important for the second revenue distribution because we're we're only distributing two pieces that are made by three eggs. So there's two different ways you can hold a piece. And we're calling this a piece of the pie, right? Um, the one way is to have one OG dragon. So that was the, the original collection. Um, and two eggs. And the other way is to have three eggs. But um, the first revenue distribution was for the pieces that were made by one OG and two eggs. This one, the second one that we're going that's coming up next is going to be for the pieces that are made by three eggs. So what you want to do, Mike, is uh, make sure you have them all in one wallet. And, you know, if you have uh, 10 eggs, buy two more so you can get another piece. You know what I mean? If you have 11, buy one more. Uh, just try to make them uh, sets of three. Got you, got you. All right. Any questions? I know we got people here from other chains. Oh, by the way, Please tell Louie that we paid off his uh, his gift, Gonzo. Crypto Geek, did you get that in your wallet, brother? Crypto Geek on the stage. I did, yes. Thank you very much. Hey, you got a lucky Louie card. Appreciate it. Yeah, so to Mike, I just wanted to say um, the point I was trying to make before about cross-chain, right? So uh, we already have several projects from Cardano that are connected to the bot and several others that are about to connect. And we also have a couple of ETH projects. It's just that I can't mention them because they they decided to to be they wanted to be just to be confidential. Uh, but they are mm -hmm. uh, benefiting from this, right? So what I was trying to say before is without having to mint on another blockchain, another collection or anything, we are open uh, to all projects on every chain that want to you know, benefit from this. And yeah. If they feel that uh, they can benefit from this, and I, I'm sure they can, um, if they have a treasury or if they will have a treasury, um, we're here. Just send me a DM and we can have a conversation. We can go into it in detail and, and go over everything with you guys. We will have a dashboard where uh, all these projects and, and, and also some lucky members that, that meet their requirements uh, will be able to monitor their own accounts um, deposit funds to their own account connected to the bot and also benefiting from it so it's another point i wanted to make here uh, because we're aiming to to grow this as, as much as possible right and so cross chain is definitely some a way that we're going to go so just wanted to say that Ooh, absolutely all right we went way longer than we thought we were going to go today, but it's been fantastic. Uh, Rec Gang has been hanging with us the entire time. John, I appreciate you hanging the whole time. Um, I know this is kind of Cardano heavy in here now. I don't know. I'd like to give you guys kind of the last or final thoughts here. I think we're going to be doing this on Mondays pretty regular now. Um, but uh, it's really been insightful. I, I like that we had the cross chain in here that we were talking about different blockchains, about how similar we are and where the uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly lie in each one. I think Gonzo, that was a nice way to round it out, brother. Um, this is just about uh, 
you know, in your project specifically about uh, putting together uh, a mechanism to make residual income, and that doesn't know a blockchain, man. That's not that's not blockchain specific. We all want to do that kind of stuff. So I really am excited to see which direction you guys are going. Uh, for the folks that we have here that that I'm just meeting, uh, wrecked and uh, the lazy llama or lucky llamas guys. Um, I'll just give you the floor for a few minutes as we get ready to shut her down. Yeah, I enjoyed this. This was really fun. Um, learned a lot about Cardano NFTs. I think we know we try to innovate in the space, but uh, there's a lot of similarities here. I think you mentioned this, a lot of concepts that are being reused across chains. Um, and I think there's a lot to learn from each other. And uh, if we always stay siloed in, we don't get that opportunity. Um, so things like ordinals, right? Like uh, there's a lot of Polygon projects that do that. And uh, it seems like Cardano projects are doing it as well. So we can kind of help each other well, uh, in, in that sense, non-custodial staking. And this uh, Forex trading bot is very, very interesting to me, um, kind of generating passive yield and trying to share that with their holders i think it's a lot of cool concepts um and yeah like i said we can definitely learn from each other um and i'm very bullish on this space kind of growing we never had this before right like before it was cardano spaces or eth maxi spaces and now we're doing all these multi-chain spaces so i'm uh yeah super excited about the future and uh, i'll be tuning in some more i don't know if y'all want to learn about Rec Gang or not, I, I think uh, we've learned a lot already and it's been like two hours and 40 minutes. So maybe for another time, I'll, I'll kind of share. No, I, I'd, like, I'd like to give you your own time for that, brother. Like, so you don't have the weary listeners, but yeah, you, <laughs> you've been through the fire. You earned your own damn spot up here. So let's, let's make sure we set aside a special time for your, your crew. But uh, other than hey, that, I, I uh, want to just say something. Hey, Mike, mm -hmm. I just wanted to say yeah, something fire, very, fire, fire. very quick on what Rex said um, about the ordinals and, and and this new ecosystem what we have there now with all the the NFTs on Bitcoin, right, and the BRC uh, tokens. Uh, that's been helping so much with cross chain, like Rex was saying, uh, because all of us from Cardano, Polygon, Ether, we're all connecting there. Uh, you know, we're all that's what I've noticed. So, and that's what I like about it. So, I just wanted to make that point. That's all. Excellent point, my friend. I'm sorry, Justin. Go ahead, bud. No, I, I thought that was a great point. As we shut it down, I just want to remind everybody um, next week we have uh, already lined up uh, Angel Baby Hit Squad, soon to be Cherubins, um, Demon Hit Squad, Fettuccini, uh, I believe Meta Vixens. I'm still waiting on confirmation. She already said yes. But she needed to confirm one more thing. So Anna, uh, hopefully, will be here. Um, and if you guys have a project and you want to jump on the show next week, uh, hit me up in the DMs or hot mic in the DMs. Make sure you follow uh, Moon Boy Society, uh, my you know project I'm joining. I would appreciate that. That would be uh, very helpful and, and appreciated. Uh, and I think that's all I have, Mike. If you want to shut us down, just the change, brother. So let's let's go. Let's got someone coming up real quick. Oh, maybe not um tell us the chains before we rock and roll so meta vixens is from polygon yep meta, oh, uh, yeah meta vixens is polygon angel baby hit squad soon to be cherubin is uh ethereum 
the demon hit squad is Cardano. Um, and who else did I say? Did I say anybody else yet? I think that's it for now. I, and actually, maybe that's probably wise because, man, this was a incredible space. We learned a lot about a ton of projects, but uh, just like the weary listeners, man, that's a that's a marathon. Three hours doing this, so uh, yeah, kudos to that showed up. And this is how we want to keep it, guys. We want to keep it to bringing in stuff that you want to talk about, right? We want to keep it cross chain. If that means we're interviewing projects, that's great. We're going to need your help from the community to tell us who we should be talking to right to get that alpha get that uh good stuff um and if you have topics that you want to cover just hit us in the dms but uh the the the, the theme is to keep it cross chain in the and to bring these communities together more importantly and uh hopefully we provide a nice safe place and uh enough direction to keep it friendly through the whole thing so that being said you have been on multi-chain mondays with the vapor monkey and hot mike uh, shout out to Rekt Gang and all the projects that came through. Zataku Dragons, motherfuckers, uh, the llamas over there, you know, the Ape Nation, all them cats that came through and helped us out today. We couldn't do this without you. If you're in the listener spot, you're the most important person on this uh, whole thing. You know, the only reason why we do this is because we, we fill up the lobby and you hang out and you listen to us uh, whack stupidly on about crypto and NFTs. So hopefully we can be just as stupid next week um maybe even stupider um until then find somebody in your life out there today i promise you someone needs needs to hear the words i love you um make sure you get them the help that they need give somebody a hug spread lots of blessings vapor monkey it's been a pleasure how about we shut it down in three two one thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was the polygon cardano ethereum nft gathering with the Wreck Gang and Dankits and Alpha and Zaitaku, 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 hosted by Vapor Monkey, recorded on Monday, May 15th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, Head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support now. There's this principle in like Taoism. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism. Taoism, where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want. Inevitably, it kind of starts to happen. Chirping on the bird app, listening to nerds flap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some dry powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up the bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preach an open sauce, but don't listen to the code and now it's mutiny community uprise there's no more humility futility plus size motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles motherfucking west side shit needle and noose sticking with my armory yam beta and bruce repping psychedelic artistry believing the truth like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue gm fam really worth all the effort is it really worth all the fighting 
really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. We started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, The shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit coin Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rat fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat, now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you would be like don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Tender spaces.